So Paul Wall stole hundred dollars for you. No, no, no. You know what? Hold on to the story. Is this is gonna be a great way to start the freaking pod on? Monopolize the pad. Yeah. No, you take the pad. The pad's fine. Yep. All right, welcome to Hive Scum. This is the grim and gritty podcast for the 28 community. We're back, episode number four. My name's Terry. It's stone.jaw uh, on Instagram. I'm Phil. My phone number is 860-977-1. Send him a message. My name's Paul. I'm at weirdstoned on Instagram. Uh, what's up? It's Steve uh, at South of Heaven on Instagram. And I'm Gage at No Clear Coat. Damn, now we did it. And uh, as you probably, there's five voices you just heard. We have a special guest today. The wonderful Mordheim Pauly is in the building. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. Listen, the the guy we wanted, we've talked about him probably in every single episode. We've talked about how great of a guy you are. There's no pressure. We talked about how you're the greatest of all time. We talked about how you have the best radio voice and how you know everything about Mordheim. So the pressure is fully Definitely the most handsome. (laughs) Friend of the pod, (laughs) thank (laughs) Paul. And uh, yeah, and so we were just about to hear a wonderful story about how (laughs) Paul Wall ripped Gage off for $100. Was that it? Wait, no... Paul Wall, as in who? Can you can you clarify? Uh, Paul, Paul Wall, Wall, the white rapper. Yeah, Thank you. the Thank the Houston based uh, rap what, what? art and grill artist. Yes, well that's that's where it started. Yeah, definitely has a cooler nickname than than white the rapper. People's, <laughs> the people's champ. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, the people's yeah, champ. He's the got people's also got champ. something else. This, the mouth of the south. Or, mouth know. of the south. People's know, champ. Else. Paul Wall. People. Not the Paul that we have in the building. Just, no. just to be Next clear, episode. <laughs> we don't have Paul Wall here. We've got Mordheim Paul. But so Paul Wall ripped you off of money. In high school, I bought a grill <laughs> from Paul Wall. Like a. It was supposed to be like my bottom. Blackstone? My my bottom. Oh. I he sent the mold from oh. his shop. Well, this is I molded real. my teeth, <laughs> sent it back, and I never got the grill. This let makes so much what? sense for a high school BMX kid. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, let me see your what. Nice. Let me see Nothing. your grills. He never yeah, sent you it. Never so got he, anything. I never saw anything. He just sent you a Weber, dude. He... <laughs> 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 yeah, so uh, so you never met him. I never met him. He didn't, he didn't put the mold it in. It was exclusively through like an Angel Fire style website. From I'm sure like, that, that definitely was, was Paul Gr- Wall. Yeah, right? no, <laughs> it was. Grillsbypaulwall.com. It was through. Still a website, you think? It was still. I got to check right now. It was through his MySpace. <laughs> Both of you grabbed your phones real quick. <laughs> we're going to order Paul, We're gonna order grills on this episode. Dude, I would. Uh, Dude, we got to get some sick weird stone uh, grills, like green, green gems. Oh, yeah. yeah. That for the event. Do you think Paul Wall would uh, sponsor? This, uh, <laughs> Nemo is officially <laughs> sponsored by Paul Wall Grills. I yeah. think it's coming down weird to the wire. I, I don't know if we'd get the grills in time. Uh, yeah, he Next probably year, has perhaps. the cost to make it. But if you can make three for the first, second, and third, or like a little gift card for one free grill. This oh. website does not exist, by the way. It doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> right. Dirt Bike Rob, you know, um, yeah. his wife has the Mood Studio in Middletown. Okay. She, I was at this Grim Dark, well, actually, it was not the Grim Dark flea market. It was the Punk Rock flea market oh, down yes. in New Haven. And she was doing tooth gems on site. Tooth gems? Yeah. I, I, I didn't get one. I had oh. to pass and I had the kids with me. But um, we were on a really free Kids got to be temporary, right? Tooth gems uh, are very zoomer. Right yeah. Now. Are they? Tooth gems. Haley yeah, has one. She's got a tooth gem. So like I said, gem. you just look like Very Courage Zoomer. the Cowardly when? Dog. I'll reach out to Eric. What? Like, when did she get it? I don't know, like a couple months ago. Is it still there? She still yeah, it? Yeah, it's still there. Like, you had to think about yeah, that. Yeah, I did have to think. It's in a spot, like, not super noticed. Okay, it's usually the okay. thing, right? People the, put it on the thing. She did it, I think. What? One behind that. 
And then she got it, and she's Truth like, why the gems. fuck did I do that? I yeah. got it in a place you can't even see it. Oh, dude, I should do it. That's real. Yeah, yeah. It is just Put like all my uh, ugly teeth. All your ugly. <laughs> you don't teeth. have just... ugly teeth. They're now, pretty yellow. How long do these tooth gems last? Like it, like eight months, I think. Eight months oh. having just a gem on your fucking tooth. This is like gotta be like my gum. I'd get canker sores yeah. from yeah. it. Corn like... on the cob getting stuck in that fucking tooth, dude. Just hanging shit off that. No, Gotta take it off you. with a chisel. Braces oh, all over. Take it. I was gonna say it's real braces fetish. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely some. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how. How do you think Paul Wall feels about tooth gems? Do you think he's pro? <laughs> That's probably tooth why gems? he took his slate down. Oh yeah. Because tooth gems is just monopolizing yeah. it. Oh yeah. You need that in front of you. No, dude. I, as long as I mean, you can lift it up if there's anything that's important. Is there tooth gems on there? Oh yes. no, no. I was just making notes about uh, <laughs> these. Are some people I wanted to mention. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about tooth gems. Besides tooth gems. What else have what have you been working on? Oh yeah, we should do that. Well, dude, honestly, we I don't know. I don't want to put it on Paul to start first, but we've Let's been working. Let's go round robin. Do you want to yeah, start yeah, with start... me again? I think it was Gage. It's Gage's turn. It's Gage's and we'll turn. Hit Paul last. Yeah, that works. Okay. Yeah, we could do that. What have I been working on? I've been uh, a little burnt actually on painting my Cities of Sigmar. Um, the uh, latest vibe for me is tabletop. Just playing? Just just playing games. I've got like eight Kickstarters came in in the last month. I finally got yeah. my Blade Runner book. Well, how's the foil on that? Fucking perfect. Really? Yeah, I was I was very stoked. All right, okay. Because uh, you were, you were ready. An update for everyone. I, I've officially hit 84 Kickstarters that I've backed. Oh, Jesus Ooh. Christ. This is the first one that I missed the pledge manager on, so all of that bitching is 100% my fault. Pledge How many manager, times have you been burned on that? On all never, those Kickstarters. Never. Really? The, I, I would Steve say, burned. yeah, Steve's definitely been burned, but I've only been <laughs> quote unquote burned once because I didn't read it. It was a. Uh, yeah, you don't know how to read, though. No, I don't know how to read. Um, <laughs> you had to go to Drive Through RPG to get your book printed. And so they sent oh, me a cool. PDF that I had to then get printed. Well, I guess that's after the fact. But so I've been just crushing different RPGs. Uh, Blade Runner one looks very sick. I would love for us to play it. Totally. Um, you name the day. Yeah. Yeah, very yeah. down. It's the same system as the Alien uh, RPG. Oh, I wanted to play that too. That looks pretty cool. There, there's a tweaks to make it individual. Yeah. But you all play as Blade Runners. You're all That's so sick. Nice, dude. Phil and I, I just actually had Blade Runner the other day. The oh, you should. You should be a monthly catch a monthly watcher yeah. of a monthly Blade Runner. Watcher. Absolutely. Just every month watching. Absolutely. It? What are you talking about? You need to you need to be able to quote that movie. It's yeah, perfect. I, mean, I don't know. Uh, can't rain all the time. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's exactly what he says. <laughs> <laughs> that's Blade Runner, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, uh the red pillar, the blue pill. Yep, I know Blade Runner, dude. dude Don't yeah. even get me started on Blade Runner. I know We're all just about it. All my favorite movies. Yeah, <laughs> Phil and I rocked a, a one shot. Planet. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just quoting Blade Runner. <laughs> just all these Blade Runner quotes. <laughs> yeah, hack the planet. the planet. Yeah, we know all about Blade Runner. No, but we we played uh, Cyborg the other day. It was I want awesome. to play that really bad. Very, very fun RPG. I did not get to go. Wow, cool. You were doing like Firefighter. You You're were saving lives. I would rather be playing Cyborg. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll make sure you call in sick. I, If I knew, I would have called out <laughs> sick. I've been calling out sick on your two-day week job. <laughs> I'm literally... Like, Who's going to save those orphans from the flaming buildings? Anyone else? <laughs> Straight up. It's... I've been look like last year. I didn't take a single sick day because you get like a paycheck at the end of the year just for all your sick time. 
And oh, fucking hate I got the beautiful. paycheck, and I was like, I really wish this was more money. I should have just taken days off when yeah. it felt like not going in. And now this year, any any excuse, I will call out. Dude, time nice. is money, friend. That, but you gotta I, have. I do that shit even without paid time. Well, yeah, making but, money is for fucking losers. I tell you that. One hundred percent. You're wow. a loser if you if you make if you have a job. I hate making money. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, what were we to? Sorry, we I, we sidetracked. Wait, so you've been no. working on playing a lot of games. Just just ripping. I've got a couple RPG ideas I've been typing up. Uh, I'm just trying to get as many one shots out lately. And then nice. actually, I I just got the painting itch again like two days ago. Painted up that owl bear. And then uh, oh, dude, nice. It's looking great. The Kron spine and my secret allies for Cities of Sigmar all got uh, primed. Is it cities? A it's a secret. Phil knows it because he was there while I got the box. I think but. I know what it is anyway, but that's fine. I mean, I've been leaking it all over the yeah, place, but... Yeah, you've been leaking a lot. I've been leaking. Yeah, we've been busy leaking. <laughs> Doing a lot of leaking here. So that's it. That's I'm it. Just, all right, I'm that's still it, the show. No, I've been please do. finishing up airplanes with Aeronautic Perialis. I've been bashing together BFGs. We talked about those. Uh, Battlefleet Gothic minis. I've been painting up Kev Adams gobs. It feels like all the same shit I've been talking about last time. I, I don't really know. A lot of similar colors. Over no, there. dude, your BFGs. I mean, you like well, just had one done ones. last time. Yeah, I know. Um, hmm. Oh, and then great. I started the board. We'll we'll talk about more of the boards later. But I've been I've been putting together with Sarah while we watch Friday Night Lights. Great TV dude. show. Dude, guys, do. Oh, yes, yes, we, great show. The great show. Rocks. Yeah, we talk about it all the time. He's the best. Paraplegic guy. Yeah, very sad. But like I love a, him. A, a house dude, no spoilers. Salesman. No spoilers! Oh my god, I think he just spoiled something big for me. I'm on season two, dude, like halfway through it. But so we've been watching that, and we've been putting little foam, like you know, flagstone-looking things down on a. How's she digging it? The Friday Night Lights? No, or... I don't give a shit about that. The, the board. <laughs> the board. I think she likes the board. She's a big puzzler, a big jigsaw puzzler. So it's like Perfect. kind of the same vibe. You're always trying to fit certain pieces. This doesn't fit here. The only good, you know, it's custom. You cut it off. Yeah. If it's like, I got to fit a little piece in there. That's easy. You don't have to look for a puzzle. Dude, puzzles would be way cooler if you could use scissors. Oh, (laughs) I'm going to do that. (laughs) Yeah, puzzles would be way better if you could use scissors. Be a lot easier. But yeah, so that's pretty much all I've been working on. And I've been painting some um, terrain that you had dropped off a couple of times, a couple of podcasts ago. Yeah, see see it over there. Yeah, I mean, that's like sort of a test thing. Yeah, I've just been doing really sloppy paint jobs with the craft paint. It, like so really sloppy, like not even trying, no, well, and then it lends itself. Um, no, this is well. This is perfect. It's and gonna then, blend yeah. so perfectly into. That's what I figured. I was like, "There's a lot of terrain to paint. If I paint it really messy <laughs> with craft paints, and then just go over with like an oil wash, or I'm gonna make the Black Magic Craft um, acrylic wash like in bulk yep. with uh, Flow Improver uh, brown and black ink, and just like water, I think in matte medium, mm-hmm. mixing it together, and just like throw it all over that terrain, and it'll be good. Shout out so, yeah. Black Magic Craft. I mean, yeah, dude, straight up. He, honestly, he is the best. He is yeah. really good and tons of good videos. The Sorry. colors are so perfect. It's all so muted. It's all toned together very totally. well. Did you, what did you prime this with? Um, With... Dude, I'm sorry, but somebody's phone is buzzing right now, and I haven't heard that sound since, like... You know when like the phone um, interferes with the electronics, yeah, and it's happening. And the other day I thought about that. Yeah, I'm hearing it through the headphones. But I have only heard that sound like yeah, like so the, long. The Nokia, ago. like <laughs> I thought it was gone, and I definitely just heard like a little bit of yeah, interference. Dude, it's it's Crazy. the 5G. It's the Bill Gates yes. uh, virus. Yeah. <laughs> what did you prime this with? <laughs> oh, uh, just uh, black, and then like a, 
uh, Zenith olive, just brown. Just a quick a quick color, or like what kind of? Uh, just like rust oleum, two times black primer. Two, I think. two times. It's a good. Oh, stuff. It's good. I like it because it dries super freaking quick. I'm sure quick color does too, but it dries super quick. It's like you blast over it, covers the whole thing. I mean, it really is. It comes with a great nozzle, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, a nice spray pattern. I do Quick be clogging good, that nozzle a lot. So the price point is, you know, yeah. Rust-Oleum is only like six bucks. Quick colors, two bucks. Depending where you buy it. Yeah. I know. And I wish it did last a little bit longer. I, I like paint, priming all of that terrain. I'm like, fuck, I went through like a whole bottle or whatever. It was not. Yeah, me and Gage ran into that the other <laughs> yeah. day. It sucks when you run out and you're like, fuck. If you don't have a second one, Paul I'm got dead. The, the sick. Uh, the <gasps> big uh, wide nozzle for it. Oh hell yeah! Just ripping the whole caps, extended yeah. mag on the, the um, <laughs> yeah with the handle too. You know? Oh, and so we were like like spray paint gods, dude. Just like, shh. yeah. <laughs> I was hell actually yeah. just thinking about what we're gonna do when Paul. We you might to, have to move closer to the mic when I'm we're painting here. terrain. I think I might break out the Wada so we can airbrush. Oh yeah, oh, very cool. Base colors. Yeah, I went. To, I got the Harbor Freight uh, one that's like siphon fed from the bottom. Hell yeah! Because I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'm gonna keep filling up this little like two milliliter cup uh, yeah. over and over in no way or knock it over you know? plus so, it's car yeah. guy shit yeah. too oh Top yeah exactly yeah so you can have that for painting up do you paint do your own cars uh paul oh uh, i did in high school uh me and my dad painted a pickup truck that i had nice but uh not not in a long time mostly I, just uh rattle cans and stuff like that you know how would you go about touching up paint because i scratched my truck the other day like it chipped a little piece of paint off so when it chips off you gotta like kind of blend you gotta blend out where it's chipped in, or, and get back down to like, it's the like primer. the tiniest chip like okay then you would probably you could probably just get away like scuffing the area and then spraying just that little spot yeah and then you imagine like marker. wet sand it back down crayola so marker that's so again. terrifying i don't even yeah. you think just i could do that slap a sticker on it who gives a shit it's yes. on the door like well they the make touch-up pens spots. now that actually on the back of the pen has like a little scuff pad so you can like sit there and like yeah and it's like it comes to a really fine point so you can actually like scuff oh, it down and then you you just put a couple passes with the the like, dealership uh, will sell it too. Yeah, so to match yeah, your so color. Yeah, so it'll be a really? exact match. Yeah. I was thinking about getting a door guard, like the little black trim piece that goes over it, because that would cover it too. But I don't know if that's that would look stupid. terrible. That's ugly, dude. Yeah. yeah, I love those WeatherTech fucking things. Weather a lot of rocks, haters out right? here, but I like yeah, those yeah. little strips. Protect your door, you know. Some idiot parks too. Oh, close to you. those little strips. You mean I, yeah, I got the windows on the ones. edge of your door, like where no, your door yeah, yeah. another car. Even I mean, yeah. then I can just smash it. Even on people's cars. <laughs> yeah, that stuff really close. sends a message about like, who you are. You know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Don't fucking park next to me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't walk on my lawn. Don't park next to me. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, what you been painting up, buddy? I haven't been doing shit the last couple weeks. Uh, working again. You know, I'm I'm always very unproductive. <laughs> you know when I when I'm employed. Uh, so the last two weeks I've mostly been uh, printing shirts that are just like a fake nine line oh, like troop so, thing. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. But you know, gotta pay the bills. Uh, <laughs> last night I started uh, blocking out color on a couple like ungors and stuff. Nice. What were you building? You sent a picture. I was yeah. building a manticore. That's with the tusk thing that you had? Yep, yep, yep. yep that yep. shit rocked. That was yeah, cool as yeah. hell. Classic. Aren't manti- manticores are supposed to have lion heads? Yeah. It's like a vaguely lion-ish okay. head. It's like lion adjacent. Lion heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't uh, know if there was like a, a, little stinger, a Warhammer wing. specific one or if they like... No. Well, I mean, I, I'm using it as, as a chimera because I have a, an aversion to multi-headed monsters. Oh, yeah. freak you out? It's just Dude, not I'm realistic. I'm so scared of, scared of having just more than one scared. head. Cerberus is really freaking you out. All the heads turn and <laughs> no! kiss each other at the same time. Yeah, it's kissing weird. heads. 
That's kind of cool, though. Yeah, yeah. But Damn, no, dude. Pretty much only my only productive output is is been screen printing. Now, which on... I hate, but you know, it's my <laughs> only only marketable skill, and you know, gotta pay the bills. On a chimera, are they separate? I mean, because they're the same creature, right? Okay, mm-hmm. so they all have these three heads or whatever. I don't know, however many heads. I forget Hydra. Are they like? Separate from each other? Yeah, do they like care for beams. one another? Yeah. Do they care for one another? Well, you know, it's like I mean. a little cuddle puddle at the night when they all coil up. Yeah. Together. Do they like say like you know I hope everything's going okay to like yeah. their neighbor? Like like hey, seven and okay, one talk yeah, the least. Right. Or are they all sad at once? No, they definitely have their own vibe. I feel like those creatures exist for like ten minutes ever. What do you mean? They like, just die immediately. Yeah, like someone's oh, got to go like fucking that, slay yeah. it. Conjoin like, twins. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about like David Cronenberg, like the fly. Like it's like kill. Oh, me. no. Like, I was born with three heads. Yeah. Put me out of my misery kind of thing. What's that ugly ass model everyone loves? The Age of Sigmar one? I'm sure there's a couple. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot the three heads are Archeon. Oh, oh Archeon. Yeah, I don't, I don't like I don't that know. one. That that is, having multiple heads on it ruins it also, for me. Also, what, what the fuck's the green head? Well, the thing is, it's a Nurgle. It be, it's, it's a Nurgle. The three heads are supposed to be heads of the three different greater demons. It doesn't represent it very well. Also, there should oh, be Oh yeah, four. no shit, it does. Well, in the in in the lore, I I want to say there's <laughs> um, there was some there was something with <laughs> yeah, Slanesh. Slanesh got locked has away. like a different it's stupid. a different role in the narrative. Stupid. Yeah, that model sucks. Wow, it should have four heads. And if it had cool. a different head, I think it would be cool. You know, obviously a, a cool. Cash opportunity. True. I mean, there's plenty of big, scary monsters you can put just one head on it. Well, yeah. Archeon fans weigh in. Tell us why we're wrong. Right? <laughs> it's Archeon three heads? He doesn't his, have his three mount. It's his mount. He's riding like a big oh. thing that has well, three cares? heads. Yeah. The scale of the model is very known. Yeah, yeah, no, I, everything so. about it is cool because just the heads suck. Yeah. It's I, honestly, I, I always uh, talk shit. It's the green head that is the worst. Yeah. You just cut that one out. Who cares? Use it for something else. This dude, yeah. this dude Bill. You know Bill. You guys both know Bill. Old yeah, Bill. if we told an origin story Wild today, Bill. Wild Bill would be Wild my Bill origin be story, which is kind of crazy. But anyways. Yeah. He had a collection of Games Day Archeon mounted horse models. He had like 10 of them, like all the old metal ones from... like Collection? I, are there, is there more than one sculpt? No, he just he had, just had several one. of... He I don't to, know if I would call it a collection. I mean, he went to Games Day and he just like took... A pile of them, and yeah. Took them home, but very. Wild, I was very though. jealous of that for a long time. He went in guns blazing, cowboy hat on, <laughs> and stole all the Archeon models. Yep, shit kicker boots and all. Ah, oh, dude, Wild Bill, Throwback. Wild man, classic man. So now for this, what we painted? Are we going you next, Steve, and then Paul? Oh, yeah, last? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's sort of a zigzag pattern we got going. On. Uh, I haven't painted anything. I have. You've been playing a lot though, right? With your yeah, you have. Oh yeah, your, so. Your, uh, Apprentice, uh, Brian. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I've got all those BattleTech models. He I bought a the firefighter. He, oh, Jacob. Uh, yeah, he... work. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. He apprenticed that. him into the into the hobby. Amazing. I don't even remember how Jacob like. I think I was just painting models one day. He was like very interested in what I was doing. He's like, "What is this?" And I told him. He's like, "Oh, I've seen this. Like, it seems cool." And then bought five thousand points of Stormcast. The I next think he day. has more than that. Oh god. my god, that's insane! <laughs> Dude, I gotta play him. <laughs> uh, and yeah, now he's on. Now he's on. Uh, well, before the new book even was announced, he was like, "I love the Gloom Spike gets and the Squigs." Like, oh, I mean, they are. Cool. I love those. It's and hard not to like them. And now he's like trying to buy a giant. He's like, "Dude, I saw the Giants kit," and I was like, "Yo, I'll split it with you." He's like. Guess I'm gonna get a giant. <laughs> I love that. I mean, but the gar the gargant's a giant, right? Is that am yes. I thinking of the right thing? He so wants they to could get use the that in every box, army. So with the the man is it the man crusher? Man crusher giant. 
That Man Crusher's the smaller one. That's the what one he that wants. You have, yeah. yeah, he wants to get a kit, and I was like, oh, I'll get a, I'll split that with you. Yeah, but Crusher, yeah, man. we've been playing. Me and him, it's been very sick. He's getting much more. Uh, he's getting a lot more involved in the game. Like he's reading Good. his books. He's he like knows what he's doing now. He can. He read. loves playing at work. Well, he, can read. He, can he, can, read. he can read with our uh, with our really bad terrain on a ping pong table. Oh, that's awesome though. Real oh, that's that vibe. picture that you sent the other day. I was like, what is this crazy this garbage this on the table? Yeah. <laughs> uh, besides that, uh, I picked up the BattleTech like five pack of models oh, from cool. Barnes and Noble. Um, <laughs> we talked about that last. Yeah, time. no, really but I, I got more involved because Evan at it's what Evan friend of the pod friend uh, of the, of sent me a care package pod. with an absolute ton. Of BattleTech models, Phil, but, you're doing the best as far as distance oh, from the mic. I gotta say, dude, it sounds beautiful. You Give sound it 15 great. minutes, I'll be walking around the room. <laughs> I know, I know. But yeah, I got like he sent me like 12 BattleTech models, some old like those Nightmare Minis. Oh yeah, he sent me oh, some of those. Shit. They're really sick. Yeah. Um, Which ones did they send you? Chaos Dwarves or whatever? There's like a dwarf in there. I don't know what any of them are. They're just very. Dude, the Nightmare cool. shit is like the best. It's perfect love. realm of you, chaos stuff. Paul, you're a Nightmare. Minis guy, aren't you? Don't, no, don't you? no okay. I've never you would love, you would love them. It's They're just very, like it's old very hammer, very old hammer stuff, but super cool. The 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 goblins, the orcs and goblins um, that they have are like amazing. I don't know what they cost, so thank you, Evan, very much for sending me that. I will hook you up at Adepticon. Um, but they are very cool, and I'm very excited to put them together because me and Evan have been talking for a couple months now about next Adepticon. We're gonna play a game of old hammer like oh, old hammer cool. fantasy chaos versus chaos yeah because he's also building a chaos old school like pewter army these so, models are you already crazy. One, they're so right? dope. i'm building it like, so i'm collecting it. the models they're a little bit pricey it. though but they're very sick yeah they're very it'd very be cool. so cool to have like a, a buy some for like a sick leader or whatever dude it's insane looking, it's so at, cool. looking at lothar right now love that very game. cool yeah, there's a couple of guys on, what is on that Instagram from? that paints Nightmare really cool Miniatures. Shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're really classic. Old, old. Yeah, I might place an order before this episode. I know. <laughs> Besides that, working on the one of my boards. You know, working on yeah. boards. Oh. Boards. I'm not answering that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, boards. Working on my canal board. It's getting it's starting to look way cooler now that I'm Dude. putting the foam on. Oh. Are the canal boards the... Uh... Did you show me those ones too, or are those separate from the the ones Paul that you had shown me a picture of before? Uh, I don't know. I'm you not... have the eight at your house, right? Is that? Yeah, I got. I want get eight out, laid out in the floor in the garage, and then I've got four more that are like standing up around the outside. But I didn't do oh any. Oh my god! Yeah, dude. I didn't do any canals yet. <sighs> I did print off though a whole bunch of like docks and uh, you know all pieces for that kind of stuff. You know, so like that's a oh, lot of cool. like the hard work out of the way, like taken up by the printer. You know. Well, let's transition yeah. right to that. Yeah, so totally. What have you been working on? Okay, so yeah, my my time mostly has been taken up with uh, getting the boards like prepared to be flocked. So I started out originally just tiling out every little cobblestone on the streets like ms terrain does yeah but then i i I swapped from that when i saw like you know how long it was taking me and i switched to the texture roller and then using a curb to uh just using the cork tiles as curbs to try and give a little bit of variation there and that was like really a big payoff for the amount of effort it took totally and then um getting all those like just prepped to be painted and everything like that and all the guys came over last weekend the guys uh, being us yeah yeah exactly (laughs) phil gage and um Steve and then my buddy Painter, 
who's been mentioned before. I've been oh, good. Painter. Yeah, yeah. Painter. Yeah, yeah. Painter. Um, actually, good. He, he's good. Been, yeah, he's been such a huge help with this event. He put together all 30 of the uh, Pendraken uh, Red Vectors ruined Holy NDF shit, buildings really? that we Those got. Those look yeah. so cool. Supporters yeah. awesome. of Nemo, Pendraken. Yep, yep, big oh, supporter. Shout so out, cool. friends of the pod. And uh, yeah, it was like amazing. Ryan, like he put them all together for us, and he and then he came over and hung out with us while we were doing everything, right? And so Gage is in the garage, just like flocking all these boards with this uh, cocoa stuff, the coconut yeah. fibers, right? And mm-hmm. like, I had done it like the night before, and I was like, I said to him in the morning, like, dude, I'm I'm fucked up from this thing. Like it was like I was like down on my hands and knees, like chipping it away and breathing it all in, oh, right? Jesus. And so then, I mean, same thing to him. He did it for like five and a half yeah, hours. It was rough. You know? <laughs> it was unbelievable, and so. But we did get it all down and we primed it, you know, and uh, that really looks awesome. And then um, now I've been going back like this whole week was spent like just resealing everything and getting it to actually stick down because we got like the bottom layer stuck like beautifully. But then the top was kind of still, you know what I mean? They're flaking off. Yeah, flaking off and everything like that. So I gave everything like a nice quick scrub and then I realized that we have to like completely saturate the material on the boards. That was like a like a big like level up moment, you know. Well, I saw in the was it the Devs and Dice video where he pre saturates all of it prior yeah. to even putting it on. And I think that's the way to go in the future is to almost make a paste of PVA, like a little maybe a little if you're gonna paint over the top of it, you can even put in um like a little bit of like spackle or something like that, like a joint compound, you know, just to really thicken it. And then you lay it down like a paste on the boards instead of doing like the sprinkle method. Depending yeah. on like what the final look you're going for is, you know, yeah. if you want grass, you got to sprinkle that, you know, most likely. If you yeah, want we'll, mulch we'll in the out. destroyed city, right? Yeah, and like rubble. the dirt and like you know dirt and rubble style, then you can get away with just like laying out a paste, you know, thinly over the board. So, been doing a lot of that, um, and I mean that's pretty much going to be what I'm up to for the next month, you know, that and uh, priming and painting uh, buildings. So, where did the idea for the coconut fiber come from? <laughs> so, for for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, it's it's literally like pet it's store. sub it's substrate for like pet reptile like tanks. <laughs> right. So what was that like from a video or is that No, the first like place the I heard about that the first place I heard about that was from uh, Big John Hick on uh Retromunda. His, yeah, in, oh, okay. on Instagram, oh, nice. Retromunda. And so he sent me like uh, all these videos of like what he did, you know, and he was like, you know, make sure you seal it over the top because it turned it all it all turned to complete mold after I was done. Oh shit. Just a Mod Podge, yeah. So then he what he did was he put it down and then he washed it. Because it comes down and it's just really um, like bright, kind of like reddish brown. And he washed it down from there. It's like we're it. painting over the top of it all. You know, so we'll choose our colors. But he actually ended up with a really cool color. But yeah, I, I found about, out about it from him. His board is awesome. Yeah, he had that, a really cool it's board. It's like a, he keeps it on his little, uh, what is that? A freaking coffee table? Like a little coffee table, the whole setup. Yeah, yeah. pretty cool. Just Seems drop it into the room? city. I don't know if it, he keeps it in the living room, but it looks like yeah, it comes it like out it of it. Yeah. Like he keeps it stored yeah. in the coffee table. Yeah, it must not have. Kids. Oh, dope. Yeah, like the thing, like uh, or cats. The thing moves. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. The table opens up. That's super cool. Yeah, he brought it to a uh, Mordheim Twenty Two Bills Bills event. Yeah, and yep. it was it was there. You can see photos of it on. Uh, I think. Yeah, it'll be on Retromunda yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That stuff is great too, because like it. It's already a texture enough that you want it to lay it down. Like you could just break the brick apart and throw it on there, or you can really grind it down like your coffee grinder method. Oh yeah, yeah. And it'll just—it's perfect. Yeah, the texture you want. There's like six different textures it's, you can yeah, get yeah, out of it. It's Maybe cool because that. it, yeah, it already has like multiple textures in it. Some like more like soil, some more like fibery. 
we were mixing stuff too with uh, the gravel. Or, uh, yeah, I was I, I was just grabbing whatever had Paul had in his garage. I'm like, right. yeah, this is going here. Why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the oil soaked like Speedy Dry on the side. Oh hell yeah, yeah. little cat litter. Who cares? Yeah, Speedy Throw Dry it in. rocked. No. Yeah, it looked really good. So how many boards do all of you guys have between you that you've been I know. working? on? I actually, I'm also curious about this. So you have 12, 12 standing, three by three or four by four boards. Right. Wow. Yeah, I think it's I think eleven of them. Ten or eleven are three by threes, and then I got uh yeah like the other two are four by fours that are broken down into two foot by two foot tiles. I have one four by four split into two by twos, which was your board that we got to kind of just paint it and put it all together. Yeah. I have a bunch of two by two or three by three. I have a lot of two by two tiles that were left at the house by the old homeowner, and then I'm working on that three by three canal board that I'm like spending so much time on. Yeah, it's, it's almost sick. not worth it. Like, no, no, I, down I, I the like time it. crunch. You know, yeah. I like that one. But, but yeah, here. I have the foam to make like probably another two boards if I make them nice and simple with just coconut fiber. Yeah, which I'll get to probably this week. I'll have uh, two three by threes flat. Just, oh, really? Yeah, just. Kind of what we were doing at your house, yep. just, oh, just enough for enough. scatter. But oh, one, yeah. But I'm not putting anywhere as much effort as you're putting. Well, I don't know. Well, I any amount of boards one. is so helpful though, I because know. like we're trying to not use game mats at all. Yeah, and we, I think only because we have some people bringing boards from the community, and I think only one of them is bringing a game mat. So sick. That's everyone awesome. else has has boards. How many would you estimate you have total that will, like with people bringing them? Well, you have twelve. I have Jesus. at least. At least three that I'm gonna have ready, if yeah. not more. Another two so, from you, and so then I'll have one. Yeah. So what is what is that? Three. That's, that's basic <sighs> math, right there. That's like, like three, that's like five. a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's eighteen. Like a, eighteen more like between inch. us, and then Friends, I believe uh, I counted listeners can add seven. it up. <laughs> Send us the about thirty-six gamers. Yeah. No, and then we have another seven from people bringing okay. them from the yeah. community. Yep. So you need yeah, 25 that's, that's or 50. so. That is 50. No, we need 32. 32 boards total. Mm-hmm. Total, because there's Wait, 64 yeah. players. So some people are going to be playing 64? on math. 64? Dude, every time we bring this up with the podcast, I'm like, it's always just like, oh, it's we're at 50. And I'm like, Steve, you have to stop. You know what's crazy? <laughs> can't let the board is closed. You can't sign up. All right, One good. person dropped, and a guy asked if he could take his spot. He's like, I'm from like Florida, and I, I might oh, fly up. And I was like, all right, well, you can have this. His post, too? He's like, why is this only one day, guys? And I'm like, dude, yeah, yeah. if you knew how much work is going into this, you know why it's one day. If it was right. split into two days, I think it would have made everything easier. But yeah. we, we physically could not get yeah. the hall for two days. I think if we went to like most excellent and asked to use their warehouse. I think you would also, I honestly think you'd have less people if it was two days. Maybe yeah, thing too is yeah, that, yeah true. I don't, no, they would, they would I don't think to... anyone here has run an event of this scale anyway. So I mean, yeah, this know, is baby, be baby steps. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah. Under the dice day was like, I, I was going to say, this is all going to feed into under the dice. Yeah. Charity uh, chiller three. We'll see. I mean, I would like, cause Perpetual I mean, I'm not motion, trying to get baby. off the topic too no, much no, no, of how man. many boards we have. Cause the answer is like 20, something All boards. Right, so we only need about 10 maybe 10 boards oh my god yeah dude you can but that th- th- we're trying to we're working something out to get some game mats yeah and terrain yeah, and stuff, yeah. So we'll, right. we'll make it work i think we got plenty of terrain. do you think it's going to be we have to shift gears to scatter terrain more oh, than i mean i would say uh, in some ways yes but also we're going to be able to build the risers too so when once you throw those down on a mat and you get that kind of elevation uh yeah changes that that just adds to the 
makes the game, I think. You know what I mean? You could yeah. do a board just coconut fiber and risers on it, and it would look awesome. Or even yeah, just really? the foam. Oh, yeah, definitely. The, just that, sculpt the mold mound. and yeah, yeah. The green stuff roller, do a whole freaking two, three by three with that, and then put risers on it, and it would be a board. Exactly, yeah. And then, like, some of the mats are, like, so detailed, too. It, yeah. It's almost like, you know, you can't tell in the pictures online when I see them on the Facebook group. I'm like, holy shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then... Also, the Turhan from uh, Broheim, he just posted uh, this morning or yesterday on the Facebook group for Mordheim. They had uh, like, I think, 13, 14 guys over at somebody's house and they just rolled and they had all the tables out in the huge, like, open area and they just rolled out mats on them and they had all this terrain laid out. And it was like, you know, it, every board can't really be like an MS Terrain Labs, like, yeah, masterpiece, I diorama know. level. Yeah. And it's like, that's kind of like the hardest part of like getting ready is divorcing yourself from that yeah. like, mindset, you know? It's like, because he showed you how to do everything. Like, these guys are so generous with, like, their technique that they just show you how to do it. So they're like, I, I know I can make it, you know? But it's like, you got to kind of But those boards yourself. still look good. If you just, like, the, the devs and dice corners, you do a bunch of those with walkways and exactly. then risers, and it looks awesome. Like, yep. walkways to the different risers, to the different different buildings. Like, it all looks good and cohesive when you add scatter terrain. That's kind of where I was going with uh, mentioning Turhan's post because it's like, so they did an Araby-themed campaign, which oh, is like, yes. oh, you know, the Far East, and it's like a, like Arabian, Middle East yeah. kind of uh, vibe. And um, so they had just, like, all these buildings and, like, risers and, like, different things, and it's like, wow. You know, you can really get... You know, it's all about how you play it, I think. So what you're saying is everybody, everybody listening to this podcast should be able to go and just make their own three-by-three board. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's not, anyone it's really, can do this. Yeah. It's yeah. All, Bring your own boards. <laughs> I actually wrote down this <laughs> in general. Like, I don't know. I'm building this little, uh, this just flagstone. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, dude, this is going to be a foundation for an entire, like, thing I'm going to build. Like, yeah. Yeah. You exactly. know, it's the start of a whole little world. And I'm tying in my, like, necromancer uh, that I'm using for AOS. Like, this is going to be, like part of the village in which he was like born and grew up in and i'm gonna build little things for like Mitan's a little homebody. yeah it's gonna be like Mitan, which i love that like Mitan, the most pathetic and he dies every time like he's become my main character <laughs> yeah. of what i would Mitan's like to make life of well, shit listen characters like that more compelling than the all-powerful totally. Uh, totally totally so that like just making this board and like putting down the little tiny flagstone foam pieces i'm like thinking in my head like oh shit what else do i want to make like how do what kind of vibe do i want to make this whole town and it's been such a rewarding experience like making the most simple board that i think everybody should just go and make their absolutely own board. I, I wrote down a bunch of uh accounts that like where i learned a bunch of things oh hell um, yeah so i definitely want to mention those yeah yeah um, awesome so the very first thing i did was i saw a video and i actually paid for it um prominence four is the guy's name i'm, I'm pretty sure it's four but it's like prominence uh iv like roman numerals yeah on instagram and he had like a thing on vimeo it was like a 15 page or 15 part thing where he makes a little mordheim board and he shows you every step of the way the materials he uses i mean he's a european so a couple of the names for the things are different but it's everything you can get and yeah. he pretty much shows you everything um him and then the master in my opinion is um ms terrain labs i can't remember his real name genius yeah. but oh, um this so guy hard. like his techniques are incredible and the end result like can't be argued with and like when he paints it at the end, he really like just sprays everything black. Then he zen then he zenithals it a little bit, and then just pretty much goes in with a dry brush. And he uses uh, pigment powders to for his accents and things like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, now he's getting you know his he's always evolving too, like which is really interesting to see because now he's doing like the LEDs wired into the boards for like glowing stuff. <sighs> he has all the switches that you can. Press yeah, and the switches are built stuff. into the board. Like you push down on a sidewalk tile, you know, with like a fish head oh on it, God, and, yeah, and it comes dude. alive, and the board starts to come alive. But he also has like the subterranean element. 
And I mean, oh, when I saw the 3D model that he made for his, oh. the board he was planning, I was like, whoa, there's more to this dude than MCI. You know what I mean? He's like, he just really put special. that on YouTube. Right, like a week ago. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, he's been he he started uploading last year and um no shit. Yeah. And he's no and he's not like he's very generous too. Like he's not like shy about showing you exactly how he does it. And in twenty eight mag, uh, that the second issue of twenty eight mag, he had a breakdown of how he just made one simple tile, and right there it was like a another big like level up moment for me because this dude broke it down step by step. Great pictures, nice write up, and um it's just so easy. And then. He takes like some of the really cool designs he makes. Like if he makes a sick wall, then he'll go and he'll cast it in silicone so he can remake it in plaster later yeah, on. Brilliant. And it's like so if you like just take your time and plan and you're not like under the crunch, yeah. then you can really like um set yourself up for success down the line and yeah. more and more advanced builds. And then um Eric's Hobby Workshop totally. was like when he made the video about the little buildings, that's Dude, what got me going. We talked about that in depth when I first yep. met you, the row houses that yeah. he makes. Like, like that's that what amazing? got me hooked i made my own set of those row houses and i was like this guy he knows what he's doing yeah, definitely and then uh black magic craft that you mentioned before yeah, like totally. he um so what he he was big for me because he like broke down like okay you know all the euros are talking about this but this is what the material is called if you live in america and this yeah. is what you need yeah. to buy exactly <laughs> and i was like oh my gosh like you know he just saved me so much time like googling because you see all this stuff on instagram and you're like trying to figure it out and he spelled it all out uh, just like super easily and then the last guy I want to give a shout out to is the devs and dice on YouTube he um, put out these templates that have just been saving me a ton of time so in addition to the 3D printed stuff that we did which will be more durable down the line yeah. we're able to knock out these foam core buildings in like minutes thanks to that's the awesome. templates he made us an illustrator his videos yeah. are the best too yeah that's and he's awesome. a really funny guy nice guy yeah so now, now all you oh, yeah. all you scummies have no excuse but to go and build your own board just in your basement. You know what I mean? Just Anyone leave can do it this. somewhere. Hobby, you can buy yeah. all the materials at any Home Depot, Lowe's, any even. I mean, I think you can even get two by two tiles at like a hobby store, like Michaels yep. or Hobby yeah. Hobby. They're they're called project boards. Yeah, and you, you just... hear that scumbags? Get get working, get cracking. Yeah. Yep. Well, the best part about it too is like, and it was it concreted itself when I was at your house. If you fuck up. Yeah. Mordheim is a like a post-apocalyptic fantasy. Yeah, yeah. You can't get dirtier than that yeah. setting. Right. So like, if, oh shit, I chipped this corner of a building. It's like, okay, yeah, cool. Who cares? Break the whole fucking yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, smash it with a hammer and do it again. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, now it's scatter terrain. Yeah, throw some yeah dirt at it and you're good. Cram some dirt everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Put it all over the place. Oh, speaking of that, oh, no. is it dirt? Dirt from the floor or dirt from the ground and trash I don't from the bin. Saying this. From the floor, because I'm pretty sure Phil's the one that coined it. Oh, okay. And I like dirt from the floor, but there's been some people saying dirt from the ground, and I, don't I know. think that they're mis misinterpreting what Phil know. said. Yeah, we gotta. Also, uh, Hive Scum Dirt is now for sale on yes. the Cartel Bag Dirt uh, uh, from each it. of our uh, households. Buy a bag of dirt. Yeah, hey, I'll put some dirt in a bag. Eight, bu eight bucks a bag. See who's more popular? Uh, I'll, oh, I'll set really up cool. the the big cartel will be set up when this article Just is selling released. Selling dirt, dude, that's very sick. It's like how I heard that. Speaking of Black Magic Craft, that the wash recipe is actually, and this is just an internet comment and said this, but secret weapon washes, which I think is out of business now, but secret weapon washes are just that recipe of ink, flow improver, water, and um, like a. Matte medium, yeah, but it's just like funny that it's like that guy found that recipe online because it was another guy's recipe, like less something. Uh, it was another guy's recipe and just secret weapon, just took that recipe and mixed up a bunch of washes Threw and a sticker started on a it. whole Good to go. business. Yeah, so this is our dirt business. Right. I mean, geek gaming, geek, geek gaming, scenics is pretty much just that too. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's just dirt and glue. Yeah, right, right. 
I like how he's like super honest about it too. He's like, yeah. look, I do it all the time. He's like, I might as well sell it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. And it is cool that he's like in his videos, he's like, mm-hmm. I mean, you could just use whatever, but like, I have this if you need dirt that, yeah, right. <laughs> that has the right size rocks. Now I you can get these. it. Hive scum. <laughs> yeah. Hive scum bag dirt. We well, are selling it. Eight bucks a bag. Get in very... contact. It'll be on the big cartel. That's very cool. Yeah. And so going back to you, you're saying uh, from Broheim, mm-hmm. like, how how are how are you tied to Broheim? You you like helped uh, them out at some point, or you were like no, part I'm not, of that group I'm not, or anything? Uh, I'm not like uh, affiliated with him really in any yeah. way, other than um, I asked him to. I made a Discord for Mordheim because I was like the only place oh, to really yes, discuss yep. Mordheim online now is uh, on the Facebook group, right? That's where like Thomas Pirinen is the most active and everything. So I was like, you know, I hate being stuck on Facebook. It's just like. You know, the way that they presented to you, you know, all the complaints, right? The way it's hard yeah. to follow the conversation. So I was like, I definitely need to make a Discord. So then the guy, Turhan, who runs Broheim, which is really a huge part of keeping Morheim alive for 25 years. Oh, my God. Um, huge. And uh, so I reached out to him. He runs the subreddit. And then I was like, hey, would you help me admin this thing? And he was like, yeah, sure. No problem. So oh, okay, cool. know, he's like really good with that stuff, you know? So yeah, that's, I forgot that's how you're, you're I haven't met him in person yet, though. So you started the Morheim Discord. Yeah, that's yeah, your yeah, I made that brainchild channel. with. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did a lot of the work, you know. I, yeah, mean, I just course. pretty much started it up, made a couple of channels, and yeah. then we ended up getting the right like online people from Facebook that like really like kept the discussion going along. You know, like a couple guys like there's Robin B, lifers. Styrofoam King, yeah, yeah, some real lifers, yeah, Styrofoam King. That's a cool yeah. last name too. Oh yeah, he's cool. The Discord is huge too. The Mordheim Discord's like pretty big. Yeah, it is big. It's big. I, I don't know how many. I was looking the other day, but we got a lot of people on there. You know, and then there's like no fighting, like no arguments. Everybody's yeah. real nice to each other, and like again, like very generous with like techniques about. And then like rules interactions. The rules page on uh, the Morham Discord is or the rules rules channel is amazing. You can get an, an answer like pretty much any time of night or day, you know, and it's pretty much the right one. And that that's like uh, it's, it's it's really huge, you know. Yeah, yeah, I think that that as you had linked that to me forever ago, and just going on it, and just the amount of new people coming in and being like, uh, sh- "Can I make a war band? This kind of war band?" And everybody just like gives. There's a ton of information that just constantly given these new players, and yeah, it's, it's really cool. really great. I think the only question that ever gets any kind of flack on there is like, "Can I use round bases instead uh, of?" Oh yeah, ones? yeah. People love like yeah. It's crazy how like out of it been out of shape. Like that. Yeah, it just doesn't matter. But there's got to be but, people who care. I mean, they're, they're, they might be out there, you know what I mean? But it's like, yeah. You don't I, care, Paul? Square me, around? No, no. I have uh, my You heard it here first. Yeah. 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 What about Dean? Do you think Dean cares? Dean's got to be a big square base head. Dean's a square base head because Dean's playing with his 1999 model still. Yeah. You know, he's a purist. He's not so. fucking around. No, no. You know, he um he was making a skink warband. Really? Yeah, and I can't remember if he used uh, rounds or squares, but yeah, he's a square <gasps> guy. He's a square Dude. guy. In the city of the dude, he's got to quit sure. that job. We got a game with him again soon. I know. Why is he I, working I late or something? And Paul said he got a big promotion. He's he's, oh, a, yeah. he's, he's a big busy. wig now. Yeah, now he's busy. You know, a couple life changes for uh, him, like all yeah, all at yeah. once. Yeah. You know? So we haven't dude, seen him jobs are for losers. Come I know. On. Yeah, dude. I really want to. Now I'm like amped on doing terrain. Just go downstairs. Dude, I, honestly, right, it's the end of the pod. We're pod, gonna go paint yeah. some. <laughs> honestly, just grinding fucking coconut bricks in Paul's garage was just like this is so sick. Yeah. <laughs> just gr- and then you just throw handfuls of it at a glue board and you're like whatever sticks sticks it's cool whatever it's, uh, instead i was in the basement just gluing dude yeah but you guys got boards together <laughs> so uh, maybe this will segue into like the more of our paul interview here but uh uh-huh. paul you have like nine heads in your house at all times 
What do you yeah, mean? And I was saying to Steve, like, I love living in the woods. But man, that like community aspect is very sick. Yeah, yeah just really neighbors like popping in, like he, some fucking home improvement shit. Dude, what you had it? you had a dude that came over that I. There's no t- way he cared about him more time. <laughs> well, no. So that the, yeah, the first guy definitely didn't give a shit about more time, but he was mad supportive. And he then was he, sick. you had another dude who came through, and I left. Steve got us sandwiches from Big Y, the, nice. the best sandwich Big spot to go sandwiches. to yep. currently, besides Nordelli's. Shout out Big Y, um, Fred. Supporters. Very, very. But I put my friend. I put my sandwich on the windshield because it was cold out, and I didn't have my keys. They were in your basement. And I was like, whatever. I was leaving here. He came over. He's like. Dude, does someone know their sandwiches on the car? Like, I just want to make sure. And I'm, I'm just came, like, came over just to let you know. I'm like balls deep in this coconut fiber bucket, just like covered in the shit. And I'm like, yeah, man, that's mine. Thanks so much. He's like, oh, dude, you adding texture? And I'm like, how does this guy even know what? <laughs> He's just some random. It was just a random. And like, no offense to the guy, but very normy looking, like, well, yeah. just very like cool dad shirt. Yeah. And he's yeah. just like, oh, dude, you adding texture to the board? And I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> I love textures. Yeah, man. I was like, we're just we're just grabbing whatever. He's like, that's very cool. I'll be right back. Let me. I could probably got some textures in my garage. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. was like, uh, <laughs> Paul's bred his own community over there. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I think yeah, Paul's on. around the corner. He's like, oh no, it's cool. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's, you're just going over to his house. You don't care where Paul is? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I, yeah, I've been trying to work on Painter for years. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and, and he, he's yeah. hung out with us a few times when we're playing. Right? Yeah, that's I think the almost guy, every time Ryan. he stopped by. Yeah, he's your Ryan. next door yeah. neighbor, right? Ryan, Ryan lives around Ryan's the corner. Ben's, no. Ben's across the street. Um, no, yeah, right. he, he so does Painter, have a real Painter's not a gamer. Well, he's like a. He's yeah, a battle he, tech head now. Yeah. Oh yeah, really, he, he, dude. Yeah. What? So I had him and Ben come over, and I after I painted up the beginner box, and I, we did like the one-on-one fight, you know. And so they yeah. did it, and they were like, "Dude," and Painter was like, "I can get into this," you know. Really? And it's like yeah. So he was reading about. He bought, you know. So then he went out and he bought like a whole sh- bunch of stuff from Barnes and Nobles. He left that day, bought a, the Game of Armor combat box. Yeah. You know. So like we're working on him, and he's got so you know. Very he, cool. So now he knows the rules. He knows how to play. You know. So now we just got to. Learn it to get you know get our reps in, and then we'll expand out to all the other stuff. But yeah, because he always seemed really interested in more time. Every time he was there, he would be Definitely. like looking I mean, over and seeing what's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a gamer, but not really like a crafter. So no, much, he's like a PC like, gamer. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Definitely. And then um, Pat and so Ben across the street, he uh, he's a big Sea of Thieves guy, and um, that was wow. the dude who came over the first time. Yeah, well, up, I think he was over every time. No, no, that was uh, that was teabag. That's what he I'm saying, dude. There's like nine heads always. Yeah, <laughs> teabag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His got pack was ripped painter. off, and he came over there. Yeah, it's like the dude, sweet dean. He's all oh, you guys grounding up some debt. Right. Need some textures. So after Painter built all those MDF tables, so now it's like, dude, you know what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna hit him with the totally not panicking uh, kit bash kind of a. Uh, Thing. I'm just gonna be like, dude, here, here's a box of bits. Yeah. You know, when you're sitting there during your day, the best start time. making stuff. Cause yeah. like he doesn't want to paint. That's cool. We showed him how like what the Zenithal was all about, and then Gage was showing him, you know, how you know he takes it from there to fully painted. And uh, you know, if you don't want to paint, that's cool. I'll paint them for you. Just build cool stuff. You know. I also think that people's like people are so hesitant to paint because I think that they think they need to paint well. It's also overwhelming, and it is not. Like I love like that werewolf model over there. I am going to mash so much random brown, green, red, yeah. whatever into that, and then just hit it with an oil wash, and it's going to look awesome. Right, right. It's like you don't need to like well, be it's, like it's a giving yourself painter. permission. Yeah, that is the hardest part to do in in like a freeing art perspective. Yeah, it was for me, and then now it's like oh, who gives a shit? Well, look 100%. at look at uh, other Paul, third Paul, chain Paul, at who's second Paul? The other Paul we were talking about. 
Wait, Paul Wall? Paul? Yeah, Paul, Paul Wall. Paul Wall's number one. <laughs> Mordheim no, Paul's number Mordheim two. Mordheim Paul's number one. Paul Wall's number two. And then Chain Paul. Paul? Chain, Chain Paul's Paul. below Paul Wall. I feel like Paul Wall's Paul number three. Dude, Paul oh. Wall owes me a hundred bucks. He's number five. I don't yeah, give a fuck. he's down the line. <laughs> There's other Pauls. So, we got Paul... Uh, Paul Mark Bart Malkoff is <laughs> Paul number three. So we got a lot Paul of Paul Malowski, Polish Paul. Is it Polish Halo- Paul? Oh, that's Halo Paul. Yeah. Halo Paul. Halo yeah. Paul. He has dude. all the Halo land stuff in his house and a giant bin. That we Paul's a great Halo name. Too. A lot of good Pauls out there. A lot of good Pauls. That was Anyways. his name in Deathwish, too. Paul Kersey. There you go. Oh, there we go. That's seventh Paul. There that's we go. seventh Paul. Uh, but Chain Paul at the King of the Kitbash event at Under the Dice Day. Oh, yeah. He built that insanely very cool dude, and he was talking down on it. He was like, "This is the dumbest thing I've this ever done." So he's stupid. like jamming a baby arm into it and it's like gluing so cool. it down. Yeah, has glue all over his hands. He's like, "This is so stupid." We took it outside. He's just spray painting it, and then I'm like, "All right, now hit it with the white." And he's like, "Why would I do that?" And he does it. He's like, "Oh, that looks sick." Yeah, like <laughs> like Zenithal takes you know oh, off yeah. the subject a little bit, but yeah. the Zenithal like. You can make a kit bash and be like, oh, this looks whatever. But the second you add yep. those shadows and all the – just it highlights everything. And it just makes your model come together. And I Change think people are scared because as you're going, you don't see that. Right. Like a t-shirt that says, Zenithal highlights changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? He's eating donuts. Yeah, we got dude. over there, dude. Donuts? What do you fucking think I mean? There's a box of donuts right there. <laughs> yeah, we're real official you now. brought. <laughs> you brought donuts. Miss Murphy's. High quality. Shout out. Are we talking shout out friend of the pod? Friend Ms. of the Murphy? pod, Ms. no, dude. We're we're in Neil's country. I don't right give now. a fuck about Neil. Whoa. Uh, New England. Only Neils I know are shitbags. We're talking New England things here. Neils. Uh, Neils. It's donuts. another. It's another thing I've printed a lot of uh, merchandise. Oh, Neils yeah. donuts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're the fucking best. I mean, they are the best. But yeah, sorry, you can't eat that donut, so you yeah, don't know. Because Neils are fucking vegan. So Neils got vegan donuts. All vegan. Almost all of them. I feel like I knew that. Yeah. Donuts are one of those things that they're like, oops. I mean, those are probably vegan too. Yeah. They're just like, oops, they're vegan. You like Oreos. Bite? Yeah, yeah. Well, Oreos weren't like... crafted in a lab to be vegan. Duncan's got duck fat in it. Dunk, like rendered, rendered weird shit. Yeah. Dunk, duck, yeah. duck fat? I keep saying dunk. Dunk. Duck. Dude, like McDonald's <laughs> fries. They have, like, all of McDonald's fries are, like, beef stock. Yeah, I mean, I'm more surprised by the duck fat thing than beef. Yeah, well, it's like rendered tallow, I think, in there or some shit. I don't know what the fuck they do with it, but that sounds like some real fucking food science. No, I mean, I, I know it's not, but when you words like tallow, I'm like that just sounds like some like industrial revolution shit. No, yeah, dude, tallow yeah. is like the whale shit fat candles or something. Lose. They still put that in Dunkin' Donuts. They got whale fat in there. Yeah? No. It's just mix it up. That's, <laughs> that's how they do it. fact right there. Yeah, that's how, they do that. that's how they do the fries at McDonald's is they the mostly fries. just, they get whale fat. They just kill whales. <laughs> That'd be a good segue right there, just a fill fact and a Terry fact. One's a truth and one's a lie. Oh, Jesus. But which one's idea. which? Exactly. You got to guess? Oh, yeah. Well, like now we're talking. Let's well, not say fill facts one. are all true. I, that's why I'm saying That's this. why they're <laughs> Bill fats are beautiful, but could you grab me one of those, like, half a donut? I just want a little piece. All right, what, what kind of flavor do you want? All right, Phil walked away, but he's looking at flavors right now. And, um, I'm going to take a gl- I'm gonna, just a little hunk of the glazed. Uh-huh. We got to eat on the pot. It's tradition. No. Oh, God. <laughs> a little munching. <laughs> at least it's not popcorn this time. Oh, I love you guys popcorn. I'm going to go get some that. after this at the cinema. Down That's the fine, as long as it's not into the microphone. Talking Mordheim, <laughs> though, uh, we had a question, right? Yeah, question, yeah, a question. Mordheim question. This is a pretty good question. Who sent us you know, this, sorry, Steve? It's a 9 and 10. Uh, friend of the pod. I don't know if he wants me to say his real name, so I'm just going to say it. And then if Uh-oh. he doesn't like it, I mean, sorry. <laughs> it's bleep uh, it out. 
So friend of the pod, uh, Chris White, aka at Cryptacrylic. The homie. The Cryptacrylic. Whose teeth I will kiss at Adepticon. <laughs> Kissing teeth, baby. Um, teeth touching. Where's the Google Doc? Oh, man. Oh, good. This will be cut. No, we'll leave all this in. <laughs> yeah, I mean. No, this episode can be posted as is. <laughs> we got oh, burp. now we got to edit it. <laughs> yeah, you just peaked the microphone with that burp. All right. No, not really. Kissed, so someone else can read this because I don't like reading I'll, long-winded I'll, things. I'll read it. I'll read it. <clears throat> you don't have a reading. He doesn't know how to read. <laughs> this one right here. Yeah, the big one. All right. All right. Dude, we already are <laughs> skipping in our list that we prepared. No, it's all right. So. If GW releases Mordheim, do you think it will affect this side of the hobby? Obviously, it will bring more people to the game, but it will lose some of its charm if the scene is flooded with new clean models and paint jobs, and other content that's not as filthy and interesting as the stuff that the fan community has created to keep it alive. I know this sounds like a question, like a kind of elitist dickhead question metal nerds would ask, like, would Cannibal Corpse still be cool and edgy if they got radio play, or should we kill phony celebrities that wear black metal shirts as a fashion statement? But since GW has a stranglehold on the IP, it's not unreasonable to think that Mordheim could get a lot less cool if GW decides to pick it back up. Well, we should kill celebrities. So I... Oh, yeah, yeah kill <clears throat> all the celebrities. Yeah, kill all um, celebrities. I, I think that is very much up to the individuals in the community themselves. Yeah. Because the, the, the first thing that I, I thought when I read that question was like, well... All, all of these people, they like, you know, I don't know if they play 40K, but they like 40K. They're, you know, they, they, they're all about the aesthetic and the lore. And I mean, what's more popular than 40K in, in this, in this world? And in this world, in this world, Everything. in this world in this of ours. ours. Like, no, I mean, in the, you know, in the, in the I'm hobby just world. fucking around with you. But, um, you know, I think obviously it has potential, but I, I think it's, more so that this is kind of a community full of contrarians, and you know, if something picks up steam, I think yeah. people, I, you know, and that, I don't say that in a, a judgmental way. You know, I, I you should say it how you feel. No, I mean, I listen. I grew up reading Marvel comics. Keep them the fuck away. I hate superheroes now. Get it the fuck away <laughs> wow. from me. You know, I'm I'm a contrarian. I get it, but you know, like I said, I I think that it is really up to the individuals to continue to. Um, you know, foster the community. You know what I mean? Like, if Mordheim comes back, I, you know, I don't think a Discord server is gonna blow up if Mordheim no, comes that's back. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But do you th- like my thought on it? Is I don't even. Remember I think what of like the. I think of like the contrast between Necromunda from what two thousand one when it first came out ninety seven ninety seven. What the fuck yeah. comes out in ninety seven with all that art? Everything like yeah. that was brutal that was a crazy yeah. game for the time which nowadays yeah. you could put out anything and it wouldn't be really that crazy but like the stark contrast between those books and the art and how everything looks compared to the new necromunda books yeah worlds apart now what's with all the baby everything is like feels like it's got baby down like all i mean dnd we I, I complain about 5e all the time how it's like everything's sparkling everything's got a glow you gotta to it. you got a mass appeal that old necromunda so book is not trash, mass appeal man. it's for weirdos like us yeah it, not and I, i'm not saying that like we're different it's like <laughs> like just in general the, the people that are drawn to those like darker aesthetics yeah. it's not a widely accepted thing like you can't put the old necromunda book on a shelf but you couldn't sucks. put the mordheim book on a shelf at barnes and noble you take so much of the soul out well, of it by like cleaning it up i think the more sparkly some things get like if 5e gets more sparkly then like games like uh, zweihander and shit are gonna stand out more anyway 
Yeah. And, and that's true. It, the other that thing, too, true. is that a lot of people could be introduced to a game by the sort of mainstream, mm-hmm. you know, sort of version of it, and then find their way to a different community. So, again, it's up to, you know, the people that are part of the community to keep it going, you know, stewardship. Yeah. 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 Oh, definitely. That's a, that's a good point. Um, that and that's something that when so when Bill uh, ruined out five hundred one on Instagram did that oh. event last year. Yeah. They had a presentation and a uh, interview or like a question and answer session with the uh, creator of Mordheim, and that it's kind of like what he said at the end of it um, was that you know he he's like look at you guys what you're doing and he's like that's what you need to do that's what all the people who play this game should do is like you know take care of it foster the community and like show more people it which is. Pretty much when I saw that, I was like, "All right." And then I called Steve the next day, you know, because he had yeah. mentioned doing something before. I was like, "All right, let's let's go." But like, yeah, I mean, that's really what it's all about, you know. Because like I, you know, I I've actually never played Necromunda. I have heard that the current version is ass. Is there a community that plays like old Necromunda? Still? Yes, Yaktribe.net. I think it's very similar to Broheim. It's well, it's yeah, the OG Necromunda like yeah, website. Yeah. You just you just have to take ownership for for you know your hobby and your sort of uh, you know for lack of a better word your sort of like subculture you know. I actually believe there's a and living. Don't, don't don't rely on on you know some corporation to tell you how to play. What how is to play? Fun. Yeah. But then will a resurgence of more, like a rebranding or a re putting out of Mordheim will that ruin the underground version I, of it? I don't no, know. I don't think it would. If I, you, I think. I don't know. Like I said, I I get the impulse to be like contrarian and, and say like, well, fuck if this isn't you know a, pop, a popular thing, like you know, forget it. Fuck I don't it, think that like... that's the mindset though. I think it's the, when you take something that is beloved by so many people. Like, granted, it's in a, a smaller niche community. Yeah, it's beloved by so many people for a reason. Yeah. So like, if you just take what it is and be like, oh yeah, Mordheim in Age of Sigmar, it's like oh, I don't want to play that. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to play Age of Sigmar in Age of Sigmar. I just, like, my head yeah, yeah, is true. rattled in the old world still. But, like, true. If you take, true. if you took, like, the living rule book, like, with all the FAQs and everything, and you took that with all the old art and just were like, yeah, here's the Mordheim book. We just, like, cleaned it up and made it nicer. I think that would have a really good reception. But yeah. I don't think that's the route they would go. No, you're right. I mean, the more I think about it, the more it's like Dark Age of Sigmar exists, Inc. 28 exists, where it's just like you're taking 40K stuff and just using it in a darker setting, or you're taking uh, AOS stuff and you're using it in a darker setting. It's like those things still exist and those games are still played. I mean, it's the same thing with like bringing it to RPGs. People are still playing second edition. No, yeah. Just because a new edition comes out doesn't mean you have to play it. Well, anyway. I've been saying that for years. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like OSR exists yeah. for a reason. It's not like these people are like, oh well, sixth edition's out. I guess I can't play my campaign anymore. I'm it's sure like, some people might though. Well, those people are losers. Yeah, but I mean, like, what, so let's say, uh, you know, let's say hypothetically next year GW puts out, you know, a new Mordheim with a new rule set. Is that gonna peel people away from our community? I wonder. I don't think so. Exactly. I think if you still, then, if you were like Nemo twenty four, and you were like same rule book, I don't think anyone would bat an eye at like what you're doing. Yeah. Well, yeah. If anything, it would. Sh- I, feel, I don't want to say Although it would strengthen you, it, but well, then you oh, got sure. the GW lawyers looking at you. Well, yes and no, but I would say like, all right, cool. You've got Mordheim twenty twenty four heads on this side of the room, and you've got OG heads on this side of the room, and yeah. play yeah, whatever well, you want because we're all here. I mean, a fan made event anyway is just for the vibe of. Yes. Hanging out with freaks like yourself. Yeah. So it's not like if someone's coming out to Chicopee 
and then they're gonna bully you for playing the wrong version of Mordheim. That's me. It's like, I'm the bully. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say about Chicopee, eh? Yeah. <laughs> it's the city of the dam for a reason. Oh, it's I know. City. It's got the it, dugout cafe. It had that title long before this event. <laughs> I will I, <laughs> I will say, moving to God's country really, you know, put it in perspective for me. Yeah. Uh I I wanna return to that though, what you just said about like it's you you had touched on it earlier before we started recording about like no they're not pulling up on your house um, yeah, it could be y- the game and the community and like how you play and like the lens you look at it through is so important to who you play these games with and yeah like when we all met like I know I'd met you playing like Magic the Gathering like years ago but mm-hmm. like when we really met was at your house for the first time at Mordheim right like at your doing your game and like yeah you, i mean you said it better i i don't know if you want to you reiterate guys, your you guys thought. had a, a mtg meet cute we we met at through, like kyle island you... and like drew and terry yeah i know really? that i had played yeah. with paul and i knew drew and like maybe kyle nyland had played but but it i was... was i think we just briefly met like wow, i don't even know if okay yeah. kind of wild at, like, a shop at a tabletop, uh, tabletop, yeah. tabletop yeah. shop, way back Commander in the day. probably Kineticon at that point. No, maybe tabletop shop might have been in a new. It was probably actually because remember, remember we used to play uh, Tuesday night uh, popper. Yeah, but nobody oh. showed up. Yeah, and Steve was there, and then Drew gave me a commander deck or something like yeah. that. Yeah, we played, but um, if they were going to re-release it, like I think that it would be cool because like a lot of people would see it for the first time, you know, who had never seen it because yeah. there are still people who don't even know it exists, right? Yeah. Um, but then. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have, like, all those, like, salty old people who, you know, just don't like to see something change, you know? But it's, like, after meeting you guys and playing with you guys, it's, like, I know that, like... Like, remember when um, that dude from work, Nate, came over um, with the the guy who walked in with the Morkborg in his hand Mm -hmm. at my house? And it's, like, I'm listening to him and Gage talk about RPGs, and it's, like, Nate and his friends have been playing this game for, like, 25 years, and they just stuck with the rule set that they liked, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Which was, like, six rule sets later. And it was, like... So, like, we're safe from anything. All we're going to get is great new models. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's not like they ever stopped making models for more time, if you think about it. Like, you no, know, totally. all those guys over in Nottingham know what they're doing. They know about it, you know? So they're going to, they're going to, like, yeah, right. They're yeah. going to keep, like, pumping us with stuff. So I would, like, kind of, you know, if the game's not, and the game might be better, you know, because it might, you know, not that, you know. Brian said it himself. There's things he would have changed about the game. Right, yeah. Sorry original. if I said his name wrong. Yeah, I mean, I don't really, I don't really remember how to say his name correctly either. But Tommy P. Um, yeah, so like when he made it, he was kind of like shackled to the edition of uh, Warhammer Fantasy at the time. So oh, that's shit. why certain rules are the way they are. I think it was fifth edition. Yeah, fifth, fifth or sixth, I think. Um, or actually, I think he wrote six, so he was tied to fifth um, of fantasy. But that's the way. The reason why certain things are certain ways in the game, but um. So, you know, there would be, like, changes, you know, and then who knows what it would look like nowadays. You know, nowadays it'd probably be, like, a alternative, alternating activations and all kind of stuff like that. So it could be a, like, more dynamic way to play the game, yeah. which would be cool. But, like, if they – I would, like – I mean, I don't need it, but I would welcome it because it's, like, okay, it's only going to add to – it's only going to add to yeah, it. true. As far as, like, the art direction and style, I know – we all know that would be a huge step down because you just can't beat that black book. And, yeah. um, you know, it, it'll oh, never be man. rivaled, you know? That would suck, though. Then mm-hmm. that's, like, that's almost I wouldn't the biggest. Be able to when he mentioned that, I was like, oh, geez, you know, I didn't actually think of that. Like, look at the Necromunda art now, right? It's all, like, I mean, I, I don't Sparkly. know. Something about hey, it's it. Yeah, corny. It's, it's It that's is kind of corny. Crazy. You know? I, I, I have so I would hate to see that. But, like, you know, what? and then also, like, 
if they change the tone of the game, that I would that would be like where I would have an issue. You know what I mean? Like Necromunda is probably the same as it was. It was always this grimy, dirty thing, yeah. right? Well, Mordheim is this pretty defined thing. It's low fantasy. You know what I mean? It's all it has it has its rules. This is something else he touched yeah. on in his presentation. So I would like look at that on YouTube. But it has like its pretty defined rules. So it's not like you know Age of Sigmar. It's like anything goes. Like uh, I don't watch those Marvel movies, but it seems like there's like alternate dimensions and stuff like that. And so is anything of any consequence, you know, like that kind of a thing. So like the groundedness of Mordheim, I think is what makes it really cool too. Everybody's a dirt bag, you know, it's like, you know, the worst of the worst. I like that stuff. Yeah. But I, I think the, just the general popularity of, of skirmish games in recent years. Anyway, it's, I feel like it's going to come back sooner rather yeah. than What later. do you think Especially they would do with Warcry? I don't know. Keep, keep it as keep it what it is. Well, you know what I mean, because I don't. I have never played Warcry. I've never played any of their box games. But the the fact that they keep throwing out more, and I think they're going to lean more into that anyway. I think that's probably a more cost effective way for them to make money. Warcry is to smaller kill a team skirmish games as more time is the Necromunda. Like Necromunda is the super. Every weapon has a different thing. Every item yeah, has a different yeah. thing. Guys can be kitted out with anything, whereas. Kill team, your guy gets this gun, or maybe more time. I'm, I imagine it, it would still have like a post game, probably a bit more like like Age of Sigmar's They're Path to Glory. Getting there with Warcry, yeah. I think I. Th- this is why I don't think they're. Because we've had this talk before, I yeah. don't think they're going to come out with a new Mordheim. No, I think they're going to keep leaning harder into Warcry to push it in that make direction. make it more Mordheim because the campaign ish. rules that they have with each of these new big boxes are getting there. Yeah, I mean, like look at our Age of Sigmar campaign. They're the after game rolling part. is very similar to Mordheim. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it's okay. In it's a, in an it's army more perspective. It's 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 more streamlined. You can't really say that these heroes are going and falling into wells because yeah. it's the army. I will say if if they didn't do Mordheim, I would say they almost certainly would do a Warcry Mordheim expansion, like its own, like because they do like the Heart of Gur, all this shit. They I could see them doing like a Mordheim City of the Damned like box set expansion. Well, thing. also from a lore perspective, how would that make any fucking sense? What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> Anything in the game doesn't make sense. No, I like, understand. <laughs> I understand that, but I mean like, well, I, Mordheim's in I, old world, we, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, so, yeah. So, so is their... half the stuff in the freaking Age of Sigmar? Like that stuff like exploded. And it's like it still exists. Like, it, like the beasts were floating in space. I, yeah, I, and I, then... I think. I think this just goes back to you just having a fundamental misunderstanding of uh, of the AOS like oh yeah lore and that. world building. My guy is a my guy is an old world stan over here. He yeah, does yeah, not yeah. care about any mortal realms. <laughs> I get it. It's like all new no, worlds. I'm just but like, I don't. You're right. I didn't conceptually. Age of Sigmar makes no fucking sense. Like as a world it exploding does from a new old you. world. It does. I think, under I think you are glass. too hung up on that. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. it. Go on. Well, I played. I want to hear about. I this. played Warhammer Fantasy when that was happening. So like they're like, yeah. yeah by so the way, the world blows up, and now there's this new world. And yeah, I'm but like, so here's, here's the, thing. the thing. I I also hated the way that they killed Fantasy. You know what though? I get over it. Well, <laughs> that's good for you. I have a problem. Uh, but you're that you're that guy now. Yeah, that guy. but I like Age they of Sigmar. Ta- they didn't take Old World from you. It's still there. I like Age of Sigmar. I just can't Age of Sigmar. it, so I play Age of Sigmar in my head. Like, if I play your Beastman... No, I, I know, I know, because, like, it's <laughs> funny. When we write our post-battle reports, Steve's, like, <laughs> clearly writing in a different setting than everyone else yeah. is, like, writing their narrative. That's fine. Yeah, I think it's fine. I just can't, like... I don't got time to learn seventeen new realm gates and all the fucking different. Do you planes. think? Yeah, my boy you, hates learning. I hate learning. that's from a 
<laughs> a you have gotten older and you have less time to care perspective, or do you think it's from a salty bastard? Yeah, I was gonna say salty bastard point of view. <laughs> I think it's both. I mean, those are technically the same thing. But uh, yeah. I think. I mean, it's. I love the old world. It's yeah. the game I grew up playing. It's like what I know. It's what I like. And then when the company that I play games is just like, yeah, we got to revitalize it. You know what? Boom. It's gone. We yeah. got a new world, new stuff. So check what if it they, out. What if they did I that with that. Mordheim? If they blew it up and then said, check it out. We got City Mordheim, of uh, Cursed. Mordheim, I'd be like, well, that's kind of fucking stupid. Mordheim yeah. 2024 <laughs> is here. The other one was sucked through a portal, and yeah, now it's now all it's inverted, floating. and it's floating. Mordheim yeah. is now a floating I still, city. That would be kind of cool, honestly. I'm still... <laughs> kinda, I played World of Warcraft, though, so floating cities is cool. <laughs> yeah, man, if you play World of Warcraft, I feel like there should be no issue with like Age of Sigmar. Literally, lore. when I think of Age of Sigmar Realm Gates, I think of the Dark Portal. That's all I see in my head. It's yeah, like, yeah. oh, I stepped through a portal and now I'm in a fucking uh, the Burning Crusade. Now I'm in the Burning Steps. Either way, I'm sticking my guns. I still think they bring Mordheim back. It's money on the table. It's like, it's such like a hype thing on the internet too. You know, I probably yeah, sound like really such. An and I mean, they're bringing they're bringing yeah, back did. they're bringing back the old world. Anyway, yeah. what time? So we know that like Mordheim is in 1999 of the Imperial calendar of. Uh, like the timeline, do you know like when they're coming back to the old world? Uh, like the year it is, set it the, is, yeah, it weird. is in the past. Like of right, the, like the current set or like the setting in which Warhammer: The Old World takes place. It's before that. Is I think like hundreds of years before like the the end times or or what have you. Right, because yeah, so I don't I don't really know much about like the old world like history like what year I mean, it, what either. year it blew up for the end times, but I wonder like. How close to 1999 they're bringing it back oh, to, shit. you know, or if they're going to the new millennium. I think they said, I think they said yeah. something about we'll, the time uh, of the we'll three empire, emperors or something like that, but I don't know. I mean, all I've seen the is romance pictures. Of the three that's, the, that's the whole game so far. Yeah, just a couple pictures. It'll just end up being empire only, and you can only play like Nolan yes. and like Middenheim. Uh, they no, they did do Tomb Kings. They they did a Tomb oh, Kings cool. picture. Oh, yeah, I saw, yeah, they yeah, got yeah. Kislev and shit, got some which I would love. Dude, get some get all some that. sick Kislev guys. Now they're only gonna bring back Man of War. That's the only game to bring it back. Manowar was it right? Manowar based kind of game. Manowar had some kind of sick shit. Skaven had this really fucked up ship that I want to say was just it was like the corpse of a giant fish. Let me look it <laughs> oh, up. See, that's sick. that's cool. Manowar. Dude, you need to make one of those. All right, see, that's next. But you know what? Spaceships real... are so much easier than fucking yeah. boats. Dude, I cannot believe. So, did you post those online? I just did. I posted them on the Discord, and then I like posted a story. Or so whatever. one of those. We had the new magic set came out. People were drafting, whatever, just chilling at my house. You came over. Yeah. Phil was painting up his Minotaur. Oh, yeah, you yeah. came over and just dug through exclusively like the, the shit part of the bits bins. Yeah. And you put together probably. Yeah, it's right there. The uh, coolest ship I've ever seen of just like actual garbage. Yeah, it's like all sorts of. Oops, I just ripped it right off the base. Whatever. Um, <laughs> it's like all. A lot oh, of them are like out. Necron pieces, oh, but there's dreadfully. some like chaos I don't stuff. I keep in calling there. it Manowar. That's like, no, Manowar I thought it was like Manowar. A, no, Manowar, Man, Manowar is like a. I think that's Mantic. Manowar's. Some, oh shit! Really? Because yeah. I'm looking at Dreadfleet. Right, Dreadfleet is what I'm thinking of. As oh, far I, as do, I do. I do think they have shit. two. Um, 
two ocean-based combat games or sea-based combat games. I think I remember somebody complaining about that in the Discord. That is very sick. Right, dude? It's just, I mean, there's so much fun. This is like 80 pieces. (laughs) I know, right? It's a lot. It's so funny, too, because those are the things you always see on the sprues, like at at, uh, at the Battle Standard, you know, like that's the stuff that's just sitting in the bins. Exactly. It actually is a limited edition game by Games Workshop. See, yeah, just so two sea-based like combat game game. or something. Yeah, you guys got to check this out. What's yeah. this? The Skabas? That, that's the Skaven boat. It's like a, a giant anglerfish corpse. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, it's really oh, shit. What's yeah. the name? The name? Yeah, what's the name of this thing? Skabas? It's Scabrus. S-K-A-B-R-U-S. I was like, what wave of uh, Ska? <laughs> what wave of Ska? Yeah. <laughs> Bringing us back. No, so this... The 13th wave of Ska. Oh, dude, yeah, got it, that... got it. That's the that's the Skaven number. Oh, dude, nice, dude. Cheers, yeah. bro. So this this is nice. what Terry made. Oh yeah, in just, just like so an hour, just sitting <laughs> and just slapping pieces together. I know what every single bit on here is. I know it's it. fun. I don't know. There's some parts that I'm like, eh, that's a little that doesn't really work, but it's I, I, they're just so much fun to make because they're out of like. And I talked about this last time. I'm just saying the same this fucking is... thing, but it's just random bits. Yeah, it's, it's a, a real be- compliment to your vision. You know what I mean? To see that and come up with it. It's very cool. much an imperial ship. Yeah, that one I would say for sure. There are some things on there that are a bit chaosy, but I kind of like tweaked it up. But I don't know really what. Like a, I don't know if we'll ever play freaking battle battle fleet. I'm pick. begging you to. play. I mean, I would be totally down. Are you trying to play it or yes. just him? It is. No, I'm I'm trying. I've been trying to play this game forever. If I'm gonna it's not play that it, fun. that's what I'm saying. I have you the, were the I one. Have we said this like, last episode. You were the one that said talk shit on it, and you were like, I'm never playing. You did say the same thing about Mordheim. You know, I could cut this out, but, but Steve, Steve said I'm never hater. playing Mordheim. The rule book is way <laughs> too thick, that. and I said, "Dude, I met Paul, and he rocks, and we need to play here." Yeah, and yeah, like, let's I don't just, know, just man. It it's out, a lot. Steve. And, and, now you're, and now the people are flying from I all over played. North America. I have played Battlefleet. Got to go. I oh, said yeah, yeah. the Mordheim comment before I'd ever even looked at the rule book, other than the size of the book, and I knew it was. 20 years old. I was like, there's no fucking way I'm learning this rule book and playing this game. And now look at you. Right. Fuck. Thick as Jesus. <laughs> yeah, no, I would love to, uh, I would love to play it and try it out. Honestly, I would love to figure out a way to make a more grimy version of it because it really is just like big ships floating around. One page boom, rules boom, boom. has their own and see, that's variant, I believe, of the game. I would love fucking floating asteroids and shit. Have yeah, some man. sort of rules on those, like where they're going. Each board has, what's it, uh, the guy who just made the Fishing 28 game that I'm sure people... No, I, oh, no, I have to hear about Fishing 28. So, I, I looked through it's it. It's been popping up. We were actually going to try and rip it before D&D on Friday. It looks so easy. It's It looks so fun. We were just talking about it, but people kind of showed up a little earlier than we thought. It's sick. Yeah. It's very sick. Do you sick. think people aren't going to like the fishing part of it? Is that no, why it's like, cool. No, it's, yeah, it sounds but like, sick. Looking at it, I was like, this could be a space game. Like, yeah. the D4 uh, edges of where the fish go, like, that yeah, could just absolutely. be the asteroids. Oh, that's like, how it it's is. It's very simple. Like Give it give it a fucking week. Steve's going to have a whole new rule set I know. written up for it. Yeah, Listen, can you talk about Flames of... Uh... Flames of Orion? Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's just the... out? Is it just like... It's, I mean, it's in work. Like, you can play test it. I have the yeah. book. I'm being, like, kind of discretionary where where I give it. Yeah. Um, But me and Brian played it for, like three hours with eric jumped in in the middle of it we played a multiplayer game like brian gave a lot of good ideas eric had some ideas like and i just toolkitted the rules i already had added stuff to it and now it's like in a playable pdf format like can you give people the breakdown of what it is it's mech combat 
in the far future, and it's essentially I wanted to play Battletech with all the yeah. models I had, but I didn't want to read the rule book. Hell yeah. Once again. <laughs> this to be fair. Is, this book's too big. To be fair, before we went to Adepticon, Gage and me sat down and we're like, all right, Battletech, we're going to learn it, we're going to play it right now. And then we got there, and we looked at the box, and we're looking at the rule book, and we're like, I don't know, man. We had, we had like four hours to hang out, and I looked at the rules, and I went, this is another day, Steve. <laughs> well, somebody had told me that that Battletech is like a binder game. Yes. Like you got a binder of stats for all of your things. But then Alpha, what is Alpha it? Strike? Alpha, Alpha Strike, Strike is not that. It's way. condensed. It's different. So like the the hit charts, uh, yeah. Like you'll have a hundred little pips on each little yeah. part of your mech, so like an arm can fucking break off and shit. Yeah. Alpha Strike just from me barely glancing at this. Evan, don't yell at me. I'm sorry. The you have ten pips. <laughs> you have like ten pips total for your whole mech. But it's oh, okay, still like okay. broken up by. A diagram of your mech, which I've heard it's not as cool, but not as cool as like the big game. Yes, but okay. Alpha Strike can take two to four hours as opposed to a full weekend of playing. Yeah, Ugh. but so I looked at those games. And I'm like, I love mechs. I love Gundam. I yeah. love all this shit. Armored totally. Core is sick. Yes, but all these games are so crunchy, and I I want a simple D6. I could play yeah. this in twenty minutes. So. That's what we did. I yeah, did. and it would be fun as hell to like kit bash the, some. The Flaming Globes of Sigmund was born. Yeah. Flaming Globes. Flaming Globes. What do you want in his Flaming Globes? I'm sorry. That was a Seinfeld joke. Uh, Never I mind. I don't watch Seinfeld. All I six love people will Seinfeld. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, dude. So I'm Seinfeld all day, I but I don't remember the Flaming Globes. The is that like the hippie Seinfeld. guy? No. Flaming Globes of Sigmund is... Here, tell the, tell so the fans. Jerry, Jerry's asleep on the couch. I hate he, this. Oh, I know he, this episode. He, like, wakes up and sees, like, 10 seconds of, like, this yes. sci-fi movie. And, and it's, it's, like, Larry, Larry David, David in a spacesuit yeah. just, <laughs> the globes, they're on fire, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that he's, like, I can't, I threw away this piece of paper. It had the joke on it, right? Yeah, yeah. And then he's, like, it's the best joke I've ever come up with, and I just can't figure it out. And then he just finds the paper at the end. It just is the flaming globes of Sigmund on it. Nice, yeah. dude. All right. Cool. Sorry about uh, that. Awesome. <laughs> uh, Seinfeld rocks. It's not a particularly hot take, but it's I'm just really good. Phil's off the pod now. He says he's quitting because we don't like uh, Larry David's masterful creations, Whoa. but they are very good. Now, we got some show and tell. Speaking of Battletech. No, wait. We do have show and tell about Battletech. Oh, we do have that. Oh. But Quick I wanna... thing. I want to know about this, but then now Phil has just left the building, well, guys. He's so mad. All right, we'll take a... I'll just... Finish talking about Flames. Yeah, yeah. Oh, honestly, so, please do, yeah. So Flames of Orion, it's a mix of everything I think is cool about war games. It's a skirmish war game in the far future. I'm working on some little bits of lore. Um, I don't like tying too much lore because I like pe- people being able to like take what it is and yeah. put their own world to it. But there'll be little little things in there. Fill up their own little... Uh, uh, yeah, fill in your own, fill in yeah. your own stuff. I want to make some trash robots, dude, really exactly. bad. I've been kit bashing mine, and they're dude. They're you cool. so before I even knew anything about BattleTech, I I loved Mech Warrior and the Mech Assault games. Yep. The Atlas was always the coolest thing. <laughs> you cut the head <laughs> off an Atlas, <laughs> and it it hurt me. <laughs> Literally, my least favorite looking model. That head is so stupid. It's I face of the franchise. Uh, Wait, the face of the I franchise. bought I bought that box, and the Atlas came in it, and I almost didn't buy it because. The Atlas oh was in God. it. And I, I went home, I immediately cut the head off. It made him sick. Dude, I've been playing a ton of Mech Warrior 7, the fucking MMO version. I've been saving all my my 
whatever currency it is. To buy an Atlas, dude. The Danielle variant. It's so So Atlas is Battletech. It's the face. So so many Battletech people. It's a skull head Battletech. All our fans who love Battletech just just turned off the podcast. Infamous model is the... They're pissed. What's the other one? The Mad Cat? I don't know. Yeah, Mad, Mad Cat. Cat yeah, it's got the, the cone. It's kind of got like the B-52 like front oh, face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got one of those. That yeah. one's cool. Yeah, but yeah. I found that old uh, Mech Warrior Battletech model in the bits bin a long time ago. It's like the oh, traditional yeah, yeah. Mech Warrior mm-hmm. model. I glued some rocket pods to it from... <laughs> Coincidentally, I cut an arm off another Battletech and turned it into a rocket pod and glued it to it. And then I showed Evan, and Evan was hyped on it, and he made me, like, custom stat cards. He's like, what do you want them to be called? Evan, dude. He's so freaking cool. He's the man. Evan, you rock. Evan, you rock. Get this you on the pod. This is an Evan worship pod. Yeah. This but is yeah, really... I made all those really mechs. <laughs> Battletech is cool. And then I was like, yeah, make a system. D6. Make it easy. I have, like, after-game casualty rolls. There's charts. There's the whole nine yards. There's a shop. Buy extra stuff. It's yeah. cool. Hey, man, I'm really stoked. I'm going to make some trash bots for sure. Now, Paul brought um, uh, something, and I, I, I show yelled, and tell. This I is show yelled and tell. at you guys to put it away. We're going we're gonna to open it on the podcast. That was and good. So, that was good. Yep. Yeah, um, I think this is going to be great. I would say right. put it right. Yeah, we don't have my light here. anymore. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. Oh, yeah, the stand. Oh, don't look. Drop it. Stop looking. Drop it. Just snap the head off. Stop of looking. Okay, so oh, Steve look. and I were like Wait, thinking about the stuff we wanted to do. No, I yelled for Put it for back. The, uh, oh, dude, there's a lot of green. I just saw a lot of yeah, green. Yeah, so we wanted it, like a really cool model to be like the centerpiece of like the final scenario at the event. So we decided to reach out to a guy on Instagram, Pax Acrylla. No sent, fucking way. Yeah, who what? sent us one of the models he made, you know. Uh, so I just and I so I said I was trying to be respectful to the guy. I'm like, you know, what do you, you know, what, anything you want to let go of, you want to make us something, what, what do you want to do? And he goes, Yeah, I got this one that I made. He said, and you know, I'd be happy to send no it to you. No fucking way. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, so, so he sent us <gasps> the the Godfrick. Holy Godric, God. Godric, Godric the, of the gold. Fan, the fan, yeah, yeah. Fans of Elden Rings and Dark Souls alike will instantly recognize Dude, this model. Yeah, this was like yes. a really iconic. This model really hit. It's very big Elden Ring yeah. worship. Yeah, you want to swing that light yeah. over here? It'll it'll pretty much come uh, all the way over. And then we can kind of tilt it. Yeah, so it was really it was really amazing to see that thing. It got completely blown up when uh, you showed the, shipping. The picture you sent was just like eighteen pieces. Yeah, you know, but uh, oh shit, really, really from shipping? What? Yeah, he, and he packed it well too, but it it got really blown up. But anyways, I was able to get it back together, Dude. and then uh, I was gonna prime it before I brought it over, but then um, we were talking, and I thought it'd be Insane. nice for everybody to get a chance to really see it up close. We gotta do the base like, too. The before. green stuff work is crazy. I would just use coke that is like yeah, yeah. So this is couple stones i mean i'm sure we're not cool enough for him to listen but the this has got to be a milli milliput green stuff mix that's right? got to be a mix yeah, that, because of the, the the color. color yeah and it's not consistent so yeah right. i mean that's all that's like one of the look at the armor plating on that arm so i mean i'm sure this will be posted somewhere for people to see yeah. later oh, on no this no is later later on i'm saying oh, you, know, you don't man. get to see until nemo yeah right? all of you are gonna have to wait but like well it's on his in- he posted on his instagram yeah but you don't know what model we're talking about because yeah, yeah, he has two versions the fingers that two versions the toes yeah the armor yeah plates. smf sculpted toenails Dude, the yeah. hands, yeah, the hands were so impressive to me. And the then, power so like, so when sick. we get under, yeah. the, we gotta, you guys all gotta look at it under the light because you can kind of yeah. back, you can kind of like reverse engineer what he's what he's done in a few spots, you know. But I was really impressed, like underneath those robes and the armor, 
He must be like he must like practice as he does you know as he does the things because like even the parts you can't of... see he's modeled like the musculature of the arms and stuff like that too you know it's like biceps and triceps yeah it's like unbelievable wow and then um listeners I'm disappointed for you guys that you can't see this yeah so another thing that really impressed me you. was the uh, the it's different amazing. materials the way he's able to like uh, I don't know represent them or like emulate them on there you know yeah. it's, it's really cool which reminded me of that uh, that video I posted on uh, Discord um was the last light creative yeah um he has like this really cool video about the stages of green stuff curing and uh and that was like oh my gosh like that's how these guys do it you yeah know what i mean it's the like, layering is nuts on this yeah it really let it sit for like two hours while it's curing and then they go back yeah and it's crazy mess with you it. know that's how he gets those hard edges like that on those armor that panels. amount of patience i know, I know. It. does not exist it was really depressed it was really yeah it was really like disheartening <laughs> to hear that because like i'm not that guy yeah i know I, I want two pieces of a metal model to join i take green stuff i smash super glue and i put it together that's <laughs> but i wonder if the way to really go about that is to build um like seven of them yeah and by the yeah. time you're at the seventh Has the first one's oh, ready to yeah. do the second layer and then you could just do the same cycle again and again until i would almost wonder if that's why there's it. two of them like if he was doing no, that was the same dude. Oh, that was another thing about this guy. He's a, he's a, he's amazing. This guy, he cut the arm off of this model, and like like he had milled another one with, with a uh, like a dread like a you know, yeah. yeah yeah. He had built two versions of this thing, and um like he cuts them up after he's done with them. Like I had to we had to wait a long time to get this one because he had cut off body parts <sighs> off of it to use on something else. So sick. It's like it's really amazing. Phil's taking illegal photos right now. Don't on his phone. do that. He's, posting he's leaking it. it. He's leaking. Yeah, he's posting it right Where now. Where have you ever seen me post a picture? That's true. Anywhere ever? No, I just want. I want to send it to my my Elden Ring friends. <sighs> Those fucking losers. <laughs> Those fucking losers. So when yeah, I was nobody uh, likes okay, Elden we're, Ring. We're playing a, a much. <laughs> we're, we're playing a real bad game now. Yeah. We're talking what? about roguelike. We were playing Overwatch too. Oh, you oh, losers! That game rocks. Phil. Hell it yeah. Is, I, I don't. I don't like PvP games, and I don't like shooters. It's stupid fun cartoons. It's, is that fun? a pain of pink? Yeah. purple? Dude, who's your main? Who's your main? <laughs> oh, Winston. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. What's Winston? The monkey? Yeah. yeah he's, a, he's like I a gorilla in a spacesuit. That's so sick. Somehow I knew that. I'm a, I'm a somber main. I like Roadhog. I'm, I'm, I'm an eight man. You would. Not... Yeah. Shotgun. He's also, I can, only, hook, I, I can only play, he has like three things. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the characters seem like they're way like complex. He's gotten he's gotten changed over the years, though. Yeah. Danny is a competitive Overwatch player. Yeah, her and Gregor fucking grind the ranking in that game. Oh man! So stay Dude, would, stay at home from work. Fucking. I played one morning would, with them with I, I had off and like I was like, all right, I've got three hours and I'm ready to get off. And Dude, they're, they're like, like, all right, we'll see you later. They're like SEAL Team <laughs> SEAL Team Six fucking callouts, and I'm like, guys, I have no idea what's going on. I'm just trying to boot people with my little base cannon, and I'm trying yeah. to hack people Bye. with my other character. And you yeah, guys got to chill. I've probably played less than ten games total, so I. I, I wouldn't want to play with them. I would, be, like, I would be ashamed. Played less than 10 games total, all unranked, mostly losses. So <laughs> there you go. That's, now you, that's what I got going on. So you're a big monkey fan. As we were saying, a big gorilla fan. I, I love all sorts of primates. Sasquatch. Like, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, hey, man. Oh. Hominins. Hominins. We got it. Now, how do you feel about the 90s and like late 80s? They had all like the, the Dunstan you know, monkey movies. Uh, as a child, I was fucking... I, Literally went ape for all of those movies. <laughs> really? Check-ins. I want to say one of them was called Going Ape. I think that was the one where it's like Danny DeVito is like this like circus guy and he this has these amazing. apes and um, Tony Danza is taking care of the apes for them. There's like an orangutan and, and two chimps or something like that. Did you know you... what I'm talking about, Paul? You know this movie? No. 
I nah, thought you were. I, just, I thought I just saw you nodding. What about? Uh, no, he's I dropping donuts. Down, no. What was that movie about the? What does she, the photographer that goes and lives with the gorillas? Jane Goodall. No. No, yeah. this is a real story on like a person. Jane, who, Jane Goodall is I mean, a Jane real. Goodall. Oh, really? Real I person. thought you were talking about like the Tarzan character. I didn't know that no, was like no, a no, real. No, no, that's Jane. That's just straight. That's Jane, just straight Jane. Yeah, Reggie Jane. Uh, I guess I'm not informed. Yeah, enough, yeah. What is I remember the odds watching of that? Is Jane yeah. from Tarzan related to Jane Goodall? Or are they like no? They Jane, like Jane Goodall is a lot more contemporary. Honestly, I I couldn't tell you off the top of my head when Jane Goodall did her research, but I'm pretty sure she's like still alive. And Tar- she definitely Tarzan is, yeah. is like early 20th century. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I thought. But Tarzan's old as fuck. Yeah. Oh, early yeah, like 20th 1930s century. We're in the 21st right? century. Yeah. Damn, dude, I'm living in the past. Right. Um, Gorillas in the Mist is the movie I'm thinking of. Oh, oh yeah, dude. yeah, Gorillas in the Mist. Yeah. Great, Great song, movie. too. Other movie, you know, uh, Congo. Loved Congo as a <sighs> yes. child. Congo is cool. Was Any movie, it doesn't Outbreak. matter the genre. You put a, you put a, you put an ape in a movie, I and went fucking it. nuts for it. How'd you feel about Outbreak? I don't What's know if Outbreak? I remember that one. The one about the monkey virus. Yeah, but are there, are there really monkeys in it? Yeah, the chimp. Oh, dude, now we're getting into real know. animal liberation. Movie. I do. Dude, there was another movie that I used to love. Products. Monkey, monkey yeah, okay, shines. <laughs> anybody, does stop anybody right know monkey shines? No. Oh yeah, the guy. Wait. He's like a quadriplegic, and he oh, no, has like a monkey. little capuchin monkey as like a service animal, and it just keeps trying to kill him. It's a horror movie. What? It what just like fuck? wraps saran wrap around his face. It's just like this quadriplegic guy who's just like. Yeah, I think they made a Malcolm in the Middle episode, like making fun of that. Did they? Yeah, yeah. Where uh, Hal? <laughs> no, not so Hal. dark. That who's you know, the, you know what uh, that that I think I think I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, who's Hal. the? No, not Hal, but who's the guy who Lois Craig. works with? Craig, Craig has a monkey. Craig has the service think, monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the monkey is trying to kill Craig. Dude, I love Craig. He's the best Malcolm in the Middle Dude, character. Malcolm in the Middle slaps. It's the Low best. Loki great. It's I'm not so loving good. That show. It's very good. We watch it. Paul, are you ready to get real interviewed right now? Because we got personal. We have to interview you. Yep. We have to. We have to bring it all full circle. Oh, he's dumping water all over his face. <laughs> this is real Super Bowl hours here. The big game. Sorry, I don't want to get sued. Right? Is that why you get sued for saying the Super Bowl? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great. Now I'm going to get slapped with a DCMA or whatever because I said Super Bowl. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, Phil. Um, so yeah, Phil. Thank you for bringing us back after that. Uh, after the sitcom the deep sitcom dive that tangent, we've gone yeah. in. Now, what did you what did you guys want to ask Paul? Like the official interview, the official questions for the for brother Paul, for Mordheim Paul. Paul, when did you first play Mordheim? Yeah, take us back. All right, so I was uh I was just a young man. I was probably about to be a freshman in high school, and we were at the mall, me and uh, Pat Dean actually. Oh um, shit. Sweet yep. Dean. Yeah, so me and Dean have been together you know, yeah. a long time. So we were uh, at the mall and we walked into Games Workshop. Um, I don't remember which mall it was, but the guy who, yeah, you know, so you know what those guys are like. They're like used car salesmen in those places. Oh, God, I yeah. mean, you know, I, I don't know if a lot of people have been to those stores that are in the hobby, but yeah. like, yeah, that's what they're like. They're like crazy, pushy salesmen. So the guy comes out and he's actually still around. It's the guy Ken from the portal. From the Time Machine. Time Machine, yeah, from Time Machine Hobby. I saw him, and I was like, dude, I was, that's the guy. And, dude, wow. he looks the same. Yeah, he looks the same, sounds the same, you know? And it's like, so I told him, you know, I was like, hey, you know, you're the guy that ran us through our first game of Mordheim. He's like, oh, yeah, man, that's pretty cool. Oh, awesome, yeah, cool. Actually, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> wow, really? Um, yeah, yeah. So so he shows us the game, and he's like, you know, because we had played, like, we had, like, bought, I shouldn't say we played 40K, but we had, like, been having our parents buy us some 40K models for a couple years at that point. And so then he shows us this new game. We're like, whoa, this is amazing. And then the box set at the time was only like 120 bucks or something like that, maybe less. And uh, so we we just split that. 
And then we've been, we kind of been playing it ever since, you know, we played a bunch like right in the beginning and then we wouldn't play it for like five years. And then we would get together for like two, you know, every week, every other weekend for like two or three weeks of sessions, you know, and play a little bit and then here and there sporadically. And then, um, then we went a long time without playing. And then in 2017, uh, when kill team came back out, we're playing that we all got back into the hobby, bought a bunch of stuff. And then we're kind of like, you know, we should probably play more. First, we're like, we're never going to play more time again, right? Because we're playing this new game now, <laughs> this new thing. And then it, after a while, we're just like, nah, we're going back, yeah. you know? And then um, we had just been, ha- we just happened to be playing. And then uh, Terry had met, had uh, texted me about it. Or, or not, I don't know if you had texted me about Morheim or something about tabletop. Because I saw, because like, you know, you had sent me stuff like, uh, yeah, pictures. Like the or- orcs and stuff like that. And yeah. pictures, you know? And, um, Oh, it was when I bought like stone jaw shirts. There was like orcs inside too and everything, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's pretty cool. So then, um, yeah, that's how I met all the rest of you guys is, you know, the, the straw that stirs the drink, Mr. Terry, um, came over one day, he saw it and he was like, yeah, I, I know the guys for this. And that's how it happened. That's oh. where we're at now. But yeah, it's, been there since the beginning. I, I have one question about this. Now you, what? Tell oh, me. sorry. Uh, you and Pat have, you know, I feel like this. Your warbands look ancient. Yeah, not in a bad way. I'm just saying, you, you like, like Pat's humans yes. look like he's had them since day one. Yes, has his list deterred from that? Is it like the still mania method oh. of his? You build that list, and I'm never fucking changing it. Wow, you know that's a good. No, I would say I'm inclined to say yes. I like to rip on him like that, you know, but because he is a man of steady habits. But he, mm-hmm. but it's not because he's uh he has fluctuated, you know. He's gone like Marienburg. Sometimes he goes Middenheim, you know. He, he does go back. And so forth. it's not like you guys. They have are the original models. Yeah, for sure. His paint job is original too. Because remember, he was <laughs> asked. He was asking us if he should paint over it, and we we're like, absolutely not. Yeah, no. good. You, good if, yeah. if anything, you touch it up. Like if anything, yeah. chip. That's yeah. about it. Now, so it's not an ongoing campaign that you guys have like. Day one, it's it's the same campaign forever. That's not no, no. I, I wish I could say that, but we were always like losing the list or yep. we'd go so long without it. You know, the the rule book he ha- Pat still has the original. You know, and uh, and once you pick up that black book, it's for life. So yeah, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know how anybody could walk away from it. It's so cool. And like you know, we were saying before, like the aesthetic in there is like unbelievable. Totally. Yeah. Totally and the art, I mean, uh, the the art in that book in the in the black book is amazing. We if, really, if is. they went away from that, you know, not going back to the new game idea, but if they went away from that original art, it would be, yeah, blasphemy. Yeah. Yeah. What what war bands came in that that box set? It was uh, human mercenaries and uh, with like an additional accessory sprue, and then Skaven night runner models like okay, the uh, okay. the like oh, shit. monkey oh, the monkey looking Skaven. Yeah, the oh, yeah. Ninja with, uh, guys. Yep. Yeah, with another, and, and I think they get another. They had an additional sprue too, but it, it, yeah, human mercenaries and scale. Awesome. Your warband though has changed, right? You've done some like three D printed models in your warband and stuff, right? Am I mistaken? Or maybe that's your uh, beastman. The beastman, yeah. yeah. The beastman have a. It's, it's not a three D print. It's actually a casted resin model um, oh, cool. that Minotaur is. Um, I think it's badass. I, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the name of the company it came from, unfortunately. But it was a three pack of uh, Minotaurs, and you, you can see it on my Instagram. It's they're pretty the one sick. That, it's like red wolf or whatever that uh, no right. red box that might have been what you were red thinking box, of earlier yeah. somebody sent me a whole bunch of those models and they're incredibly detailed like yeah. uh resin humans and barbarians and stuff like that but a little bit more like 25 millimeter or true yeah. like 28 millimeter scale so they don't look i mean at least in my head they don't really look um perfectly like passable right next to like humans from uh more time 
or like you know at GW stuff. When did you start the board? Because like I mean, uh, that's what hooked me on it when we went to your yeah. house. Like it's it's cra- Like that board yeah. looks like you've been building it forever, but a lot of it is like three D printed too on there. Yeah, so like a lot of it was um like printable sceneries, uh three D printed three D printable stuff, mm-hmm. and that like really. I made a couple houses with the Eric's hobby stuff yeah. and then uh, that got me started. And I was like, wait a minute, you know, like for the amount of time I'm putting in this, I can just like probably set the printer up. And if, if it takes a hundred hours to print a building, who cares? Yeah. Um, so that built, I think I started that in like 2019, like right before the pandemic or like right when uh pandemic was starting. Cause me and Pat were like at the, uh, hobby sh- had the hobby shop playing a game like the night before like COVID madness started. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. like crazy. Yeah, and it was like we met up with, like um all these guys that play like Epic and uh, what are you all the smaller scale? Oh shit, like, really? Mass like, games, yeah, cool. War Master yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that was a pr- big eye opener too about like how deep the hobby can go. Yeah, I mean here's because here's so we're playing this uh, this dead game and then there's these guys playing all these other dead games. Was this at Portal? Because I know they have yeah, like Portal, guys that yep. play Epic. Really? There. They do? Yeah, they, there's a, whole, they have a lot. There's a whole yeah. group of these guys. That'd there's, be cool. Yeah, so like I'm on their uh, email list, and it's like they just talk shit to each other all day long, all week <laughs> long. There's like, there's like, like got to be like 40, 50 of them. Holy shit. Adeptus and Eptus, they're called. No freaking way. Yeah, yeah. Really? And, dude, and super nice guys. So like, you know, we're over there doing our thing. Yeah. And then but everybody's talking, you know, throughout the day. I know. So these guys come up like, whoa, you're playing Mordheim? We haven't seen that in forever, you know, this and that. So it was cool. As they're they playing, all know the uh, deal. even older games. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Even yeah. more dead of a game. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. So did you get into 3D printing because of Mordheim? Yeah, strictly yeah. because of Mordheim. Just yeah. 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 And you have two of those uh, FDM printers, right? Is that what they're called? Right. FDM I started printers? out with an Ender 3 because that was like um, a decent price point for like uh, – for that te- that level of, of technology, yeah. and they just come out with a newer model that made a couple things easier than the other ones. And then um, I use so I use Ender three, and then I have a another one that's a Voxelab Aquila S one or something like that. Yeah. And that's pretty much like a clone of the Ender three, which is kind of funny if you think about it. Like the Ender three is a clone of something else, like a, <laughs> some like real deal like industrial one I think or, or something. And then this thing's a clone of that. But that one actually like right out of the box. I had to do some kind of firmware flash on it because I heard it ha- doesn't have like thermal runaway protection. So I was like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm going to be printing these things like 24-7. If I kill my whole family and burn my house down because yeah, of this of fucking game, I'm going to yeah. really have a hard time going forward. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, let me make them as safe as possible. Yeah. You know? And um, But other than that, like, dude, it's it's unbelievable. The, the Vox Lab was $120 on Amazon, like on sale. Wow. So it's like the barrier to entry is super low. But... Oh, I have yeah. wasted a lot of time like troubleshooting and tinkering with these things yeah. too. So it's not it's not super it's definitely easy. a labor of love with an yeah. FDM printer. Dude, mine the not I don't know what happened to it, but it got clogged and like the whole piece literally just came off. Oh yeah. I've done that a few times. And I'm just like, I don't know how to fix this and I don't want to look into how to fix it right now. So yeah. that's gonna sit on a shelf. Yeah. I stepped on it the other day by accident oh. and I was just like, This is definitely never gonna work again. <laughs> you oh, haven't dude, had much success with three D printing, have you? No, but that was a, that was BS. You know the uh, the. When you, I felt so bad. For the any cubic I bought, yeah, yeah, that yeah. thing was busted out the gate. But this one worked great out of the box. The the Cobra, right? Yep. The, any cubic Cobra. Yeah, that thing worked great. And then after I moved it, I I leveled it like three times to make sure it worked, and then I set it to go. It seemed good, and it just it, it got flooded, and now I gotta change some parts out, and I don't know how. So. 
sits on my floor in my hobby room. Yeah. Until you need to use it, then you'll fix it. Well, no, I do need to use it. I need to use it right now. Yeah, and I just, oh no. I, <laughs> I don't have the time to put into fixing it. Yeah, yeah. So if anyone knows how to fix an any cubic like uh, nozzle setup, uh, let me know. Yeah, you just put it in some uh, ice uh, acetone and just let yeah. it sit there. And turn it off right and out. turn it on again, bro. Yeah, come on, yeah. bro. So true. But so this board, it's a four by four board that you started, Paul. Yeah, I started with a four by four board. Yep. And I mean then, that uh, thing's got so many levels. It's got so much detail. Yeah, it was it was a lot of like building it up and and experimenting out which way I was gonna go. And then like like when I watched that prominence video, like using some of those techniques, you know. And then it was like, I've kind of like changed the way I'm going. I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm just gonna 3D print, do this yeah. and that. Then I'm like, then I make a little street or something. I'm like, oh, I want to go this way now, you know, and like. So a little bit of indecisiveness and learning, like through making that board and putting yeah. that together. Learning your method. Yeah. I think you're fine tuning like your craft with it, especially with all the new boards, like just figuring out I would what agree, you like yeah. and what you do. Uh, that's true. Because if you build that board now, I don't think you would do half <laughs> of the stuff that you did. Right, right. There. It's almost like it's almost like each tile is a different board, you know, or yeah. a different like yeah. you know something else completely, or like another like phase of like learning, I guess you would say. But yeah. now, once all these Nemo boards are done, and you go back to your big four by four, like your big board that you've been working on, do you think you will have an easier time just kind of blasting through it? Like you think you'll learn a ton from from shaving coconuts in your in your garage <laughs> to 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 be able to blast through this big board? Definitely, definitely. I almost think that I would expect you to almost build a whole new one. I was thinking about that, but then I was also thinking about like you know I got a shelf in my shed in a loft over there where I'm going to stick like a lot of the stuff that doesn't end up at Steve's house, but I'm going to try and dump as much as I can on Steve after the event. Um, but I've kind of, yeah. So I don't know, like, am I going to start a board from scratch or am I going to take one of these boards that's like already three quarters of the way Uh, there? And I, do I start going on this? You know what I mean? And building on that. The wizard tower panel is like, like, there's a lot of cool parts of that big board. Yeah, right? that, I feel like and like, yeah, that, and the, you wouldn't even think so. Cause that thing is like so way up in the air, but yeah. it's like, I don't know, like when me and Pat were playing on there, it's like I started with my shaman up there and he's blasting spells from the top. Pat's going after him with like this wolf priest of Ulrich and a huge ass like uh, whatever that wolf is that he runs with, yeah. right? He's coming at him and then like I knock him off the tower, you know, and he, he finally gets to the top and then like, you know, as you get stronger and stronger, you could like fly around the board and shit. So it, it's cool, yeah. I that panel is, going. is really sweet. Because that thing is going to be done. Like, the whole thing is going to be finished one day, and it's going to look, like, beautiful. Once you once you get to the painting part and you're able to, like, make it all look super cohesive and, you know, sprinkle enough terrain so that way everything looks like it's part of the same environment, like, you won't even notice that, like, the boards are kind of different in a way. It'll That's all true. Blend. Like, actually taking the project over the finish line instead yeah. of right up to it, right? Yeah. Well, I was working on – because I took the boards to my house. They're at my house right now, and I took the graveyard – panel and i it's finished i yeah. mean it's as finished as yeah it's gonna get for now i mean i zenithalled it and everything so oh, that's like, really cool. that panel's ready to go it's just the rest of them kind of like getting them all together because right now they all kind of they don't really mesh too well together as is but like standalone tiles they're very cool right yeah. so that yes yeah, exactly so that board had like two like the terraforming was done on like half of it and the other half was kind of just like blank you know with just some roll like i just rolled stuff on it and um yeah so steve took the one that the graveyard side of it and took that like right to the edge you know yeah so it's like yeah I, i'm probably gonna finish that one you know but then it's like i want to take these nemo boards too and start tweaking these you know building yeah. these up so that every year you know or you know as we get together you know, a lot of options and that kind of thing. Totally. Now, uh, no shame here, but have you written any like lore for your warbands? 
Not really, no. Yeah, I wasn't I, sure. If you I were thought, you know, I like, you know, I'm driving uh, like all day and I'm thinking about it, you know, and I'm like, yeah. you know, what is my story behind this guy? But no, I didn't really like had a itch to write or like that much of a focus to write something, write anything yeah. down. I guess you would say. I feel like the best way to do that is when you are driving and stuff. Like I just you have to do voice notes on. Yes, your yes, one hundred percent. I was just gonna say, yeah, it just like there's apps where you could just have like the. You can just talk right into it, and Dude, the I new, will do the new that. iPhone update has it. Oh, really? You just do it. Talk to text, buddy. Yeah, talk to text. In in like the Notes app, you could do that. Yeah, your keyboard does it. You just hit the keyboard voice button in it. Wow, we truly are living in the future right now. That's it. I can be writing. Notes you can get it on, on your the, on, the on your watch, and it'll do yeah. it right oh, to your phone. See, I got this Casio uh, F91W. You know what I mean? Nice, bro. This is the real shit. You, you could say it's the bomb. Oh. Dude, you are like one of the only people who know that little factoid about this watch. And I always tell people they're like, "What are you talking about?" But yeah, they they trained the they trained the bomb makers in uh, the Middle East how to use these how to use these for timers. That's so cool <laughs> because they're so they cheap. The bomb. That just made me think. You sent me that Instagram page of the guy who makes all those crazy weapons. Oh, I was yeah. looking at his stories the other day. And I'm like, where did this come from? And I'm like, oh, Paul sent this to me. <laughs> like homemade punch blades and like what? guys who like handcraft switchblades like out of like pieces of sheet metal, like, backyard foundries, just yeah. real uh, Fallout, yeah, uh, New Vegas, just gun bench kind of vibes. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. love that. Shit. I'm not really that guy, but like, yeah. you know, it's it's really cool to see. You know, no, and I like, yeah, the scrapyard kind of vibes to those. There was a, a time when I was in in college, uh, I wanted to make these art projects that were just like essentially kit bashed weapons. You know, that just like look like weird post-apocalyptic just but slapping random things together to make like full size look a trash weapons. can lid with like nails through it on totally a board. like yeah. shit like that i just thought would be so cool just like hung up in a gallery space just like a spike bat i want to just do like that a... in my garage now yeah just like have yeah. them all over oh yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah we'll do some larping and just like kill each other just do some uh post-apocalyptic larping what's your boy yeah. Yo, your, your yeah. your yeah. cowboy larp oh your cowboy you're going my... to that with matt no. I what about what the fuck uh, you're talking about? Oh, what about the day in the desert or whatever where you eat rats? Oh, that's what you're talking well, about. Well, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Uh, Wasteland Weekend. The Wasteland what the Weekend. Fuck is that? It's a it, it's more than a LARP. It's people like literally Mad Max it out. Is this the airsoft thing? Because I've seen no, the airsoft no, one. It's a that's whole cool. it's a whole well, it's a week. Like people yeah, build a fucking that. like scrapyard fortress in the middle of the desert. And then they go out there living life like it's Fallout and like Mad Max. Let's go. Well, the thing is, it's so in character, but like not. It's not like people aren't really acting. They're just living. You're just a person <laughs> in the fucking desert trying to survive. But like, dude, <laughs> like, it was sent to me by my friend who went. And he's just saying like, he's like, yeah, I ate a rat this weekend. And I was like, what? And then looking at the pictures online, they have it on the website. The People are just roasting rats over like fire. How'd you and... even find the rat? You're in a desert. Well, you, you got to go to Petco before you. Yeah, go you got to go. Desert. You can stock up at Petco. I would just, and... You don't just buy hot dogs and drive out in the desert with them. No, dude, they're they're this serious. Is Nemo 23. Listen. Oh yeah, yeah my bad. Uh, maybe you have rats though at Nemo. There's yeah. definitely oh, a dude. rat or two down there. Well, yeah, we got to catch them. We got to cook Skaven them. Skaven are overflowing the canals down there. Now, before we get too carried away on Wasteland Weekend here, any other questions for the boy Paul? I mean, we asked him a lot before too, but this is—I wanted to ask him some official uh, interview questions. You know, I mean, it, I'm not going to answer it, but I would like you to answer it. Is what made you want to do Nemo? 
like I know I kind of brought it to you after doing like under the yeah. dice day and all that stuff. Like I wanted to do something, but like what made you be like, yes, I want to do this. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I thought about it a lot. Like, so it was definitely really influenced by like when you guys started coming over and me, you know, me and Pat have had this for a long time, but you know, we like grew together, like in, you know, everything we learned, we learned like with each other about it. So then when you guys came over, I was like starting to get more amped up about like gaming on the tabletop because it's way more rewarding for me personally than like playing video games or things like that. So then <clears throat> when I went to Steve Fest there, the charity chiller, I was like, I left there like so pumped up um, after meeting all like the road crew and everything. And uh, like the stuff I started making at home, I was like, dude, like the thing I made for Secret Santa was like so such a departure from like all the modeling stuff I'd done so far. So I was like, all right, I, I feel like I'm so jazzed up and I'm, I'm feeling like really good after doing that event that I rode that for like months. So it's like, and then I saw the thing after what Bill did um, down in uh, Texas. And I was like, all right, you know, I know, I, I know that like I can deliver what I need to do. And Steve has all this experience with that. I was like, and then you guys all just jumped in too. So it's like, I was like, I can definitely like bring that feeling to more people. So that that was really what it was all about. And I think they want to do it. I think that's exactly like the reason I've always like pushed to do like events and like all this whatever is like getting together and doing something with people who are like minded and enjoy the same things you do is like the best feeling. Like the ultimate payoff. Literally, yeah. like yeah, I definitely. could care less if I spent five hundred dollars out of my pocket, like organizing some bullshit but if everyone comes and has fun and yeah. like, it's like a thing that they're going to remember i'm like that's all i care about right yeah. right the, the really the only barrier to entry to come into our thing is you have to paint you know come fully painted and bring five and five dollars that's why it's we're already like, paid we're like, for yeah. you already paid right <laughs> so it's like you know yeah that's exactly we're trying to like reduce the barrier to entry and make it as low as possible and then you know like we're gonna meet so many people that weekend or that you know that we're going to just, it's just going to be better for us. The experience for us going forward is going to be so much better. And like, um, you know, then again, like to go back to like the redesigning Mordheim thing, it's like, you know, it doesn't matter. They can't like, there's nothing they, they could do to Mordheim yeah. anymore. Like we're safe from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I would just hate for a new player to like have like kind of GW's like bumpers or like uh, guardrails on them. You know what I mean? And like, um, yeah, it's like, dude, you just one book. You don't even need the book anymore. Yeah, um, Here's but a definitely find sheet. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, um, some guy also made a website too. I don't want to forget that it's Mordheimer, um, which yeah. was like an old blog and like scenario guy from back in the day. But this is a new guy who made like a Mordheimer website that has a searchable online rule book. So it's a little bit more like on the fly oh, than shoot. searching the PDF. Oh, yeah. that's, that's cool. really cool. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Was, I'm always control really cool. F in the PDF off Broheim. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah, definitely bring your rule books <clears throat> if you yeah. don't have one. We'll have a couple. There the day, but yeah, and yeah we'll share don't count on that. Though. Have, yeah, yeah, don't count on it. Definitely don't count on it. Bring your dice, bring your rulers. Like, yeah. So, is along with that, is there anything like I know we got a little list of stuff that is on the website people need to bring? Is there anything you want to say to the people coming to the event? Any feelings you want to give out? What, what the vibe should be, or what? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, just come like re you know, ready to have a good time, you know what I mean, and think about it like you're not going, you know. You're going there to meet people, other like-minded, like hobbyists, mm -hmm. and uh, get good games in that way. And then, like you know, pretty much just admire and celebrate the game and what it is and uh, how cool it can be. Yep. Yeah, totally. Couldn't have said it better. I'll say even going back a second for what you were saying about just running the event, just to run that that sense of community with everyone. Mm -hmm. Even setting it up, 
I mean, I I've definitely done the least between the three of us for it. It's definitely your your two babies, but the um, dude, like even reaching out to Knucklebones and being like, "Hey, can we use some of your stuff for a sponsor?" and him being like, "You know what? I'm gonna give a sculpt for you guys, and you can have it, and it's yeah. specific for the event." Um, insane. Like the support from other just people seeing literally, like the packs, the packs curler, like model, like just yeah. like that alone is is setting up the community before yeah. the event even started. For so sure, people we, mailing war bands for yeah, prizes. Yeah, we have prize support in the form of like, I mean, we're gonna pick up some prize support boxes, but there's like custom war bands sent in, fully painted, that we're gonna be giving those away. There's a couple of those. We have like custom, like hired bounty hunters, models, like just done by really talented artists oh, that people cool. sent yeah. them in just to be involved in some way. Like, which it, that was the whole idea behind the boards was like, bring a board. You, yeah. you get in free if you can bring a board, yeah. but like right, ultimately right. it's about cool. you doing something cool and just participating. Cause like, this isn't just like one man show. This is like the community, like without the people coming and playing, like the day doesn't really exist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Otherwise we might as well just play at Paul's house. Yeah, right, like, right. Yeah, all 64 people come to Paul's house. Yeah. Yeah. Paul's basement, <laughs> Sniper Town. I used to know oh, a tent and table guy, but not anymore. <laughs> He's out. Um, another thing I want to mention, too, is like, um, you know, make it easier, like, on yourself when you're coming to play, too. Like, I don't, I remember, like, Magic tournaments and shit. It was, like, super exhausting to, like, be there and play yeah. those games. So, like, you can definitely, like, make a, like, a little, little bit of preparation, like, look at, like, the skills that are available for your warband. And, uh, like, m- what direction you want to go with the warband after, like, two or three games. So that way you're not, like, thinking about it on the fly. And, like, yeah. you know, everybody's over there chilling and talking. And you're trying to read the descriptions Pre-planned. of the skills for the first yeah. times. And, and that, that'll, that like, really put a damper on your day. So yeah, totally. I would say definitely make it easy on yourself and keep it casual. And you'll you'll be cool. Definitely pre-planned. Bring your roster sheet. Bring your book. We'll... We'll have some reference sheets. Like I definitely recommend printing out those uh the Broheim reference sheets. Those things are huge. Like you can play a whole game with just that. Agreed, yeah. And then um yeah, all the resources on Broheim are really gonna help you out a lot. That like you said, the ultimate reference sheet is what you know, we've been playing the game forever and we know how to play, but it's like, you know, you just looking through that with in one hand is just it makes the game yeah. like so much easier and more fun. Totally. Yeah. Some things just I just want to say out loud, just because I know I posted it in the website and on the forum and all that, but, you know, disagreements, any issues that you guys, you and your opponent can't come to an agreement, just roll a dice. It's all for fun. Right. There's like, no judge program here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we're not going to come spectate your game or be rules lawyers or like. I will. I yeah. mean, they I mean, can yeah. call Phil. Phil's the official rule lawyer. You need oh, a rule no. settled on, you yell Phil all at the 64 event. people. Yep. Are yeah, I think we'll go that way. Name. Yeah, Phil's, <laughs> the, <laughs> Phil's the judge. Yeah. He'll carry around the rule book and he'll be your reference. For, I don't need a rule book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, just come with the spirit of the event. We'll have some food there. You know, there's the bar will be open, so we'll now, be chilling all day. Vendors, we're going to have a bunch of vendors. Vendor Hall will be there. Oh, okay. Bring your freaking, if you want to set up. If you got a bunch of old stuff to sell, bring yes. it because I I will buy it. We have a t- <laughs> we'll, you know ten dollar table fee. You can set up your whole flea market of your old crap, and people oh, will buy it. Right? Oh, yeah, don't seems... be shy about that. Books. Definitely. We have the space for all that. I might stuff. even do that. Can we, Honestly, can I we just, leak, I'm sure I have stuff. There, can we leak so. any of the vendors yet? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know you know some of them. Well, I mean, yeah, you have the comprehensive list. I, I know. Mean, I know Pixel Keeper. Pixel yeah, Keeper. Pixel Kev. Keeper. Pixel Keeper. We have Kev. mentioned him before. Yep. Uh, I did just actually write down a list. So vendors, as of right now, uh, Pixel Keeper Kev, Knotted Swords, selling art, Annalise. Yeah, dude, I saw that. That's going to be sick. Um, Crawler Club, Eric, he makes crazy stuff, like wall hanging. Like, 
I don't know, I can't think of the word, but like he'll make like this crazy eyeball spider and it has a bunch of spider legs and all the legs move and shit. What? And like what? it's so cool. He makes the craziest shit. And he, he has like toys now, like this eyeball. It's like a beholder, but it's an eyeball. Oh fuck. Did did you ever hit up Grim Dark Nine? Yeah, I did. I've emailed him a couple okay, times. Okay. He's on the list. Okay. I mean, yeah, he said yeah. he was interested. I haven't heard back. I emailed him today just to touch base. Great guy, though. Grimdark9 is supposed to be there with his RPGs, all his toys oh, yeah. and stuff. Like His content's awesome. Um, we also got Craft Fair Games coming through. Someone called Special K Games. I don't know who they are, but yeah. they, they're going to be there with their models and games. And then someone with the name Mini Minions Maker, and they sell... Models. I don't know if they sculpt them themselves or what the deal is. Maybe but they listen to that Minions part of our episode. Oh, they yes. just kind of got oh, the dude. different idea of what we're what our podcast is about. It's just Minions as miniatures. By the whole, I would minions. I would run that army, dude. Be boop or whatever. <laughs> Bada boop. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> be dude. Yeah. If you if you want a table, if you want to sell your old stuff, get in contact. There's room. Uh, or just bring a day of. Like throw me a couple bucks. I'll give you a eight by four table. Hell yeah. Now, uh, before Phil, Phil actually got somebody came in with a late question. That would be a good question to end us off. Yeah, I was I was being a, a fantastic podcaster and looking at my phone uh, while other people were talking. And Don't I, read it yet, though, because I want to see. Does Paul have any anything else you want to say? Like anything? Anybody you want to shout out that you haven't shouted out? Anybody who uh, who has been like a huge help to you or an inspiration to you that you still want to call out before we give this last question to kind of close us off? Okay. Um. No, I think everybody I mentioned earlier was really good. Um. Yeah really important for it and then uh obviously bill ford paragon of the community yeah. doing uh his thing down in houston was very inspirational too and then um you know obviously ryan painter has been huge yeah. for huge help for us all Friend of the pod you know good. Yeah. yeah i mean good we're gonna get we're gonna break through him you know what i mean we're, he's, he, playing. he's gonna yeah. be he's playing yeah he's, battle text the, the step battle hex yeah. yeah definitely that's the way um and then, uh, yeah, I just thank my wife for putting up with it all. You know what I mean? And my brother, too. I got to shout out my brother because I was able to free up the garage uh, thanks to him. So he gave me a place to store my car. So, like, now I got so oh, much room yeah. to spread everything out. And it, that is making everything so much easier. And then, yeah, her putting up with that. Yeah. And, like, getting the kids out of the house so we can all, like, you know, come flying in. We came through really last cool. weekend and four rooms were taken up oh, by everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We didn't even get a chance to punish you about classic cars. Oh, I know. There's going to be a whole uh, other app on uh, I oh. just want to shout out Weir Brothers. Wire. Oh. Sorry, Wire Brothers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't believe I forgot about that. We've already talked Super supportive of everything. They're yeah. coming out. They're flying out, or I imagine oh, they're driving, yeah. but they said they're on their way out here for the event. So that's really cool. Those yeah. guys Amazing. have been like a, a major like part I, two yeah. of like my like hobby journey, too. Like, I yeah. found that podcast earlier, and I was like, you know, that name like stuck out to me because it was like a band name. Like between yeah, the Bolter and me, yeah. it was like reminded me of something I listened between to. Between the Barry to me, yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't tell a song, tell you a song, but it stuck out anyways. But they were like, you know, they're like really good curators of a ton of content. Oh, absolutely. You know? And you so had already helpful. mentioned Twenty Eight Magazine. Um, oh yeah. Do we got to get a hive scum dragon and turbo lasers hard style pick? I mean, they're just like such good uh, uh, shepherds of this community. Hundred totally. percent, and they're all so nice and welcoming. Like, yeah, you message them, they they'll chat with you. Totally, good and they're news. always talking on the Discord. Which, if you haven't joined the Inrust We Trust Discord, shame on you. Also, how are you finding this podcast? <laughs> uh, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> yeah, who are you? How did you how did you get in touch? Um, but yeah, they they they've been fantastic, and I'm excited that they're coming down now. Yeah, or coming up. Where are they from? I think Michigan. Oh, Michigan coming over. I thought it was Maryland. Oh, maybe it is Maryland. I yeah, those are right next Sharks to each other. Coming so. up then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they some are. Nice mid-Atlantic boys. Yeah, for sure. Real so, PNW. Anything else, Paul? Before we uh, before we jump into this next question. 
I, I probably had more, but I, I think I forgot everything. I should have wrote it down during the week. You know, I'm in the truck driving all the time, and I'm thinking about, like, shit I want to say. And voice notes. I can't notes. remember it. Now, voice notes. Yeah, voice notes. We don't have enough time to talk about all the cars that you've owned in your life, and you've worked on in your life, and you've been around in your life. But sure. Favorite car that you either owned or just, like, a dream car in general, or both? Okay. Um, I would say, like, favorite one I've owned is definitely the 51 Chevy Bel Air that I have now. I think I'm going to – I think this one might be, a, like, in – in like stark contrast to the rest of my life and how I've lived up until this moment, I th- think I'm gonna keep this one for a long time and uh, just take this one all the way. Drive it but, to uh, Nemo. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Roll down the hill. Now nah, it take a long time. <laughs> take a long time to get a Chicopee. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I'm gonna stick with the '51 Chevy Bel Air. Yeah. 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 I'm, so, a, I'm a '50s like '50s mild custom kind of guy, you know. And uh, at JDM cars, you would do 240. Yeah, definitely. I had a <laughs> yeah, Sylvia, Sylvia probably. Dude, you know, that's the, the one S14. I like with the um. Nah, I, I like the S thirteen. I actually know someone who has an S thirteen in a garage that is not running, but oh yeah, you probably talk probably about worth a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, I bet they're you. Lot, they're all like rusted out or crashed. You yeah, know? I bet you more than a few Sylvias are sitting in garages not being touched too. <laughs> yeah, I had a I had a coupe, man. It was like it was. I loved the car. It was awesome. It had like the heads up display, digital heads up display, like little holographic patch that so it would like fresh. blow up on. It was so cool. And then uh, yeah, somebody backed into it and after and Ugh. you know it's still drivable. But I was just like, I couldn't. I kept looking. I was like, fuck this car. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then got rid of it. That's actually <laughs> tragic. Yeah, it's like you know I don't know. That's kind of how I am like with cars. It's like you know, once I have them for too long, I start beating on them, and it's like all right it's time to move on to something else like like baby it again yeah but then like yeah sometimes like you know something will really just piss you off and you just blow it out you know you get rid of this thing yeah you know somebody will buy it i we do have another question about Uh nemo we just okay because we never looked at our question sheet yeah um is it the one that i was just about to read the very last post no i think he's no this is from before i'm looking oh okay uh I think we kind of already talked about it, but if you have a personal opinion on this, what's been the most challenging part of putting together yeah, yeah, yeah. from, oh, okay. from Pod Seb? All right. Yeah. I would say it's probably like, um, besides like just the amount of like work that needs to go in the, into the terrain, because like you pretty much handled all the administrative stuff uh, for the most part, you know, so that was like easy for me. So just that. And then like, um, I, I guess like managing, you know, I don't, you don't want to let anybody down when people are coming to come and hang out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, so I'm just like really just battling in your own head and staying motivated so that you deliver, you know, you, you want to just deliver a nice product to the people that are coming out there. That's the yeah. biggest you know? headache for yeah. me. It's like, same thing. Like, Dude, it's you $5. People. You show up, we'll give you a high five. That's all you paid for. Yeah, yeah but like. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> like if money, I see. Money on the table, people act a fool. Like, I know. Plus, it's just like it feels, it would, it's going to feel good when it comes together you know like you're gonna like you guys will have like this it'll be awesome when it all comes together and it's set up and it's game day and you have 64 people playing like that that's what you want to from next door from the bar oh, <laughs> the heckler the heckler the lady from last year from the chair. oh yeah the, the lady who Remember? runs the yeah she the... runs the hall Kim calling us nerds we had 30 magic uh, players and she's that's like cool. she's, think about how she's gonna react when she sees nemo she's yeah. gotta, she's gotta roast up, all you losers she's gotta open up the bar window though too it's what are you gotta... doing in there yeah. <laughs> nerds give us something like the out you know the, like all those subgroups that like cross over in this game you know this kind of a thing too it's gonna be like the different uniforms that are gonna be there are gonna be like yes people are gonna be like yeah. what the fuck are these guys you know yeah dude the gas stations nearby are gonna just wonder what's happening yeah, Dude, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i know right what I, cult just rolled into town i want to know 
like, how many people do you think are going to try walking to that Shell gas station down the street? Before they get, like, a quarter of the way and they're like, I'm not We're going to have to pay off, like, one of the... Is it, like, really far? It's not really far. It's, like, very close. It's just, like, the sketchiest area oh. of Chickabee. Remember that guy? <laughs> yeah, the charity chiller. Some guy Traveling was pulling the motor out of something. Like, underneath the chain. Well, he had a oh. chain fall on a tree <laughs> next to the shell. I saw that. Dude, like, that's amazing. We're going to have to pay off a crew nearby to, like, watch out for, like, just don't fuck with the Listen, people. we'll have <laughs> snacks and drinks available there. Yeah. Yeah. You don't really have to leave. Yeah. I still have a case of Monster Energy that oh good I'm just waiting to get rid of. Oh good, <laughs> oh good. Everybody loves Monster. Gage loves big Monster nope. Energy drink. Fan. Negative. Yeah, so that's probably that. Is that the toughest thing though? Is just like that build up, that kind of. Uh, yeah, I guess the anticipation yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. All right, Phil, dude, read this question. Lead yeah, us out. This right. is a good. This is a good ender question. Yeah, it's a good, just... good, fun question. So, Hobby Dungeon Andrew from the Discord asks. What is the most creative hobby technique you've ever used? Like, what weird non-hobby thing did you find a way to work into a project? Weird non-hobby non thing. Like a non-hobby skill. An, is there or, an example? Oh, uh, a non-hobby skill. No. Skill or, like, material? Or like, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure any answer. Can you ask yeah. him for an example? You, you think he's going to respond? He might. We'll be fine. Yeah, we'll figure this out. Uh, I would say... related I would say I definitely want to have a more serious answer, but the first thing that comes to mind is the fucking baby heads that have just kind of worked their way into yeah. everything we've been doing. I've been mailing them out to people when they like get, buy a shirt or something. I'm just mailing baby heads to people across the country. Non-hobby thing. I don't know. That's hard. Like, cause yeah. I can't like conceptualize what it means for me. Like of like what I've taken from like my normal life. You put to, any like, pinstriping on your models yet? No, no, I have This is very adjacent, but I took, uh, last summer, I took um, a creative writing course, and that has helped my lore building for my characters so much. So it's not like hobby, like yeah, painting yeah, and, yeah. and kit bashing, but as far as like developing stories and putting together ideas, that creative writing course has been a huge help for me, just figuring out like what I want to kit bash, what I want to make. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um and honestly, just like uh, on top of that, books and different things, like reading a lot more fantasy and sci-fi has helped me out a ton. And I know that that's like definitely goes hand in hand with the hobby to begin with. So I'm not, I'm not really branching off or going too deep. Well, into yeah, this but question. you wouldn't have done. I mean, we give you shit about never watching Star Wars, but do you think that yeah. would have just naturally come to you, or like you wrote a fucking Star Wars novel? <laughs> He's not hindered by the constraints of a movie, though. But that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. So smash it. Would you have done that? Dude, it started. I came up with some good basic ideas, and then like the writing and the editing are what's going to take the longest. But uh, or the editing, honestly, is going to take the longest. But yeah, I mean, I, I just think that that is. What were you saying? Sorry. No, you're good. I was going to say, would you have done that if you weren't in the hobby? You think? Dived into no, fucking Star no, Wars? Definitely not. In the and deep it, end, yeah. And it was like it kind of was this balancing act, this back and forth, where it's like I. Because in the hobby, we're breaking all of these rules, you know, like, you know, seeing, I remember seeing Totally Not Panicking's Black Templars that are just like brown and made out of sticks yeah. or, you know, however he made them. And just like how many rules he, how many rules, quote unquote, that he broke doing that. I was like, well, I could just take Star Wars, something that I'm not entirely hugely familiar with, and I can break at all of the rules that are set for this and just kind of make my own thing. It's so funny. Like when I read your story, nothing of it was like in my mind broken i totally. literally felt like i was reading a kotor fan fiction yep like it was yep. perfect and i think that's like the best part of all these things is like 
even though there's a defined line for people, what they all people are. People will fill in the blanks with their own knowledge. Exactly, of yeah. and the I universe. love that. I like yeah. he wrote that thing, and it still is Star Wars to me. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. See, so, yeah, I guess that's my answer. It's not like painting or kit bashing adjacent, but it it ties into so much of philosophy of behind just doing weird shit with this hobby. I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll say for sure my machining background definitely the skill of using like drafting tools and and any CAD tools lended itself into the 3D printing part of it for me. Oh, true. and then tinkering into the machines and and tweaking shit is really rewarding for me as well. And just becoming the 3D printing guy, I guess, of the circle now. But yeah, yeah, I had no patience for that. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no patience for that. Yeah, I don't really have any other skills, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, drawing drawing and like painting all my life of you know no but they've translated i'll say from the outside looking in your narrative and your your history oh, buff yeah. side of you oh, coming yeah. into the beastmen lore for you yeah is definitely yeah well there you go that's that's my skill is uh you know Trivial knowledge. Yeah, nature guy feel. Being an encyclopedia of, of information the historian I, that of the I group. can't really use for anything else. Yeah. Except this. Yeah. You could tie it right This in. and only this. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question for you about your answer is... Talking to the mics. Sorry, yeah. I keep doing that. I li- <laughs> it's more comfortable sitting back in here. I, I gotta know. get like a chair like yours so it forces me to sit yeah, this close. Yeah, I know. Um, it's gonna put a bunch Do of pillows you, behind you next. Because like I, I love writing like just <laughs> random like like take a forty k book, the little two paragraph story. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. I love doing that yeah. shit, and that's like pretty much the only way I can write anything narratively. But. Do you think like the creative writing class was worth it? Because I've always wanted to do that. Because I'm not the strongest of writers, but I like writing. Being forced to write was what was worth it. The class itself, I could have gotten that information off the internet. Yeah. But it's like if nobody's going to sit you down and be like, you have to deliver fifteen, uh, fifteen hundred words by next week, and then I'm like, fuck, okay, like, you know what I mean? Just like forcing myself. I don't want to really be yeah. typing things. I don't want to be editing this thing. But it's like it's due for class next week. Yeah. That was what was helpful. But the actual making, uh, like the the class itself, like all those skills and the things that we read and the things that we learned, I could have learned off youtube for sure the was this like a paid for class that yeah where'd you do it i did it through wesleyan which is like semi-local because i need to take grad school classes to keep my teaching certificate um i just i know it's really cool that they make me spend money to keep my job (laughs) but uh, so i have to teaching babies yeah so i have to take these classes anyways but i sort of found this program where it's like i can take creative writing i can take kayaking in the summer there's all these crazy classes right now i'm taking a portrait photography course so it's like there's all of these like wild things miniature photography by terry yeah putting putting skills to practice is is like the most important thing because actually now that you think of it or now that you say it like um when we started playing well we when i started playing D &D a couple years ago i felt really inspired to like do my own campaign and i you know just like a custom i can only imagine no well and i i i started you know doing like some basic world building and that for me became a really good outlet for all of my trivial knowledge of you know like history and, and yeah economics Dude, and nature and this and that world. and you know it's it's definitely something that i i have kind of fallen off but uh it also it really helps you or has helped me internalize like the things that i've learned by 
like taking them and stamping them into like a, a yeah. fantasy context. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Now, do you have that stuff in like a notebook or like an app or something? Yeah. Like, when I are mean, we playing I, in this? I mean, I have. I've never. I haven't even DM'd like a, a one to. shot. That's yeah. fine. Who cares? Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, I know. Every campaign starts at a one shot. Yeah. No, but I. I mean, I keep like I have like probably over a hundred like notes apps, you I know, do. things of, of this and that. Yeah. Like 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 even your barbarian campaign. I would yeah. play. A five-year campaign of playing every week is that fucking character. Oh, dude, that was so much fun. So just silly, Conan shit. Yeah, just smashing, taking heads. Literally off. four, yeah. three barbarians in a world with bolt thrower playing, oh, just killing yeah. shit. It was great. That was so cool, Paul. Yeah. Any weird techniques or things that you used in the hobby that's tied in somehow? Nah, I couldn't really think anything out. Like Gage said about like you know having like a little bit of mechanical background, yeah. helping out with the three D printers because it's like that thing. It's like. You know, you seen the. I have this one Ender three that's like all tricked out. So it's like, you know, I guess I could. Print doesn't a look, lot. Doesn't <laughs> yeah. look like a printer, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it looks so bizarre, but um, it prints probably like tw- like uh, you know one and a half, two times as fast as normal. So I mean, that has been of help, but I can't really think of anything like right now. Like off I mean, the... well, I think like working on cars and seeing a project come to completion or having the ability to bring a project to completion is a skill in and of itself. That's yeah, one that I don't sure. have. I've never fucking yeah. finished anything in my life. <laughs> yeah, I say that about myself all the time. <laughs> I'm sure we all have some uh, skeletons in the closet that are not finished. So true. Yeah. It was real ominous. Yeah, that was yeah, real yeah. dark, bro. Yeah. You want to talk about it? That's a good place to end us off. You all know, right. Uh... Leave it at that, guys, <laughs> to pretend you didn't hear anything here at the end. And uh, uh, thank you, Paul, for, for joining us on this quest. Yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah, thank thanks, you guys. Paul. Thanks for having me. Excited to have you again. We'll do, we should do like a... A Nemo wrap up after the uh, after the event. Oh yeah, we'll have the we'll have the pod set up at Nemo. Yeah, have people come sit chat with us for a few minutes at a time. That's gonna be so unhinged, and I can't wait. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be awesome. Insane. People oh, yeah. just grabbing the mic, yelling into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be something else. Um, I still got to work out how we're gonna record that, but I'll figure it out. And we'll have probably these five mics there. And people can just kind of jump on. We'll have a couple of like standby people that are just there, and people can come over and talk about their war bands. Um, please don't just grab the mic and yell into it. <laughs> Radio host Terry will be there all day. Yeah, and we'll have uh, the lady from next door who calls us nerds. She'll be on the podcast. We'll we get, get her out there. The air sign. So, oh like, yeah. People know to stay away when it's going on. Yeah, I'll look yeah. into that. Maybe I mean, the good thing is that these mics like you don't pick up a lot of background noise. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, thank you, Paul, for for joining us, and thank y'all for listening. Um, anything else you boys want to add before we close it off? No, sir. Thanks for listening. Episode four. All right. We'll bag. See, yeah, we'll see you later. Have a great life. <laughs> <laughs> hey there. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode with Pauly Mordheim. We're hoping to have him on in the future. Uh, so that way we can hear either some new developments about Nemo or just hear what Paul's going on because he's a great guy. Uh, For now, though, I wanted to switch gears. Normally, this would be the battle report section of the podcast, and I've had a blast reading those battle reports. However, me and the boys talked about opening up this section of the podcast to the listeners of Hive Scum, to people in the community. We imagine that a lot of you guys have stories that you wrote already, that a lot of you have stories that you want to write So we would love to hear from you. We would love to get submissions for stories. It might mean that this section of the podcast goes a little bit longer than the battle reports. I would keep submissions to about a thousand words just for brevity's sake. So this section of the podcast isn't really long. 
But we would love to hear any sci-fi, any grimdark, any fantasy, any weirdo stories that you have brewing around in that head. Send them in to hivescum, that's one word, at gmail.com, hivescum at gmail.com. We'll go through them. If we get a huge response from people, we're hoping to read some of these on the next podcast. If not, we'll continue doing those battle reports, and uh, and I'll still have a blast making those battle reports. Uh, but we're really hoping to kind of put this on to you guys and hear from the community. So if you got something on your computer that you wrote a long time ago, or if you got that idea in the head that you just want to get out, send us an email, hivescum at gmail.com. We hope to hear from you soon. You'll be hearing from us real soon. Keep it grim dark, keep it grimy, and we'll see you next time. Peace.